Hello, fellow homebrewers. JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brew Built X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brew Built Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full two inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brew Built line of options and add ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brew Built X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built Conicals. You can trust Brew Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brew Built at morebeer.com. Drinkers, get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters, it's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Welcome to the session, the show that brings uh, all the good homebrew and uh, drunken information that you need every week, uh, helping you on your commute and your Sunday afternoon and contributing to uh, failed marriages all over the world. That's right. It's uh, the Brewing Network and uh, happy to be here with you. Welcome to the studio. A lot of people hanging out today and uh, good things happening. We got uh, Jamil hanging out with us today, which is always kind of fun. What's up, Jamil? Yeah, JP, I moved this way because I thought you farted over there. It's, uh... No, I just um, haven't showered yet. Oh. I took my shoes off. Yep. And I got some smelly feet over oh, here. I don't oh, know if you guys damn. got. I don't know if you guys can get that. Oh, but, dude. Uh, yeah. Do you smell that? <laughs> no, not from you, but uh, I get the same, uh, you know, after like a, even a day and a half. It's those, oh, it's those, uh, if you wear all leather shoes, like the Adidas and stuff that we wear, Jipper, uh, that don't have breathing holes, uh, you know, like athletic, like real athletic shoes, man, that just gets in there and, uh, it's bad. I get them in Converse. I think I stepped in sour milk once and no, it's my feet. <laughs> I thought mm. I, I thought I stepped in sour milk. <laughs> Yeah, that's happened to me. Lovely. So no wonder this side of the studio is all crowded here. I think. Yeah, everyone's uh, everyone, oh, oh, Jim's got his feet all up Christ. on his desk. Uh, Jamil and I were talking about that just the other day. Bare feet and people. It's freaky. I don't know why people do that. I'd rather smelly sock feet than clean bare feet. I don't want to see those around. It's disgusting. Deformed so, little toes. And yeah, things. like Beavis. Beavis is working the chat room for us today. She's got her freaky bare feet. <laughs> Hanging out. Uh, so you can join the chat. Hit the chat now button right there on the home page. And Bevo is your chat moderator today. Yeah, Hi. Bevo's famous. Yeah, hey, Bevo. So um, last week, end of last week, uh, people want us to post pictures of you. <laughs> I mean, they always want to know, right? So I went to uh, Andy 
Andy's website. Oh, dear. He's the guy who designed our, our, our GABF page. I think he'll be doing our whole new website. Uh, more on that later. Oh, good. So, but he's a photographer. He's a great photographer, but he's kind of creepy. He's always trying to get, uh, you know, nice girls like Bevo to do kind of risque things. Yeah. And yeah, living well, out some weird well, thing. Well, you know, it's, the people, it's art. No. The people in the chat are just looking for something for the spank bank. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, well, that's guess what? The whole purpose for it, anyways. We gave it to him. So <laughs> I, I gave Which him. One? We gave him those uh, slutty cigarette pictures you have oh, yes. when you're in like a. I don't school, smoke. You're in like she doesn't, but she's in like a schoolgirl's outfit. You're just smoking. Bunch of eyeliner. She just looks like you know, like the walk of it's shame. Like a cracked out whore. Which is hot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so anyway, nice. I just thought you should know that. And at first, and the real, the, the and the real nice one when when you're all in white. Yeah, yeah, you have a nice one. In the, although that yeah. one's still kind of naughty, too, because she's, like, spread. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but she's wearing pants and everything. No, it's she's not, not like spread. <laughs> she is. She's spread. Yeah. So I just I saw you should know, you know, we went ahead and posted that stuff. So at first, you know, people don't really trust JP and I, because we're, we're the ones that post them. They thought we were effing with them, because they're like, there's no, no way really that me. that hot chick is, is working a chat room with you guys. Yeah. And we had to... We had to plead with them. Listen to me. I'm <laughs> telling you. I swear. That's Beavis. So. Photoshop anyway. does wonders. Yeah. Andy's. <laughs> no, nah, you're, you're a good looking girl. Uh, be, uh, Andy just, uh, you know, tends to bring out the creepy side in people. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't officially post them. It's not as if they're all over our no. forum. I did anything. it. I posted the links multiple times in the chat room. In the just, chat. Just randomly. We were Thank talking you. about some, you know, just beer. Here's a link. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Although I think. There's probably people in the chat room that have those links, so they'll probably get posted again tonight. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Just so you know. But Bevo's working the chat room uh, for you tonight, so be nice, and you can send her all your questions. we got a good show lined up for you today. Clipper City Brewing from uh, Baltimore, Maryland is hanging out with us today, courtesy of Shat, the producer, hooking up another great guest yeah. for us. Yeah. Shat's been working hard. And we got some uh, cool stuff with them. They have three different lines of beers, and... Uh, what I really like about these guys is that they sent us a 12-pack of their beers, <laughs> which when we have the out-of-state beers, and especially the ones that we can't buy their beer here, we're always going, wow, well, all of this sounds great, and we have no idea. But this this particular brewing company sent us a 12-pack of their High Gravity series. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, we, yes. we've got their High Seas line. Nice. I was telling Doc this before the show, and, and he just smiled. <laughs> a giddy smile. It's better than the High Five line, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh <laughs> So, <laughs> so we've got a whole twelve pack of their high seas line, and we're going to be talking about those uh, with Hugh Sisson. And I'll figure out exactly. How, do you know how to say his last name properly? Oh, hey, should I turn your microphone on, Chad? Sisson. Sisson. And actually, a listener sent the beer. Oh, it wasn't Hugh. Yes, Bill from uh, the Maryland area. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Hugh doesn't even know we're going to be drinking his beer. He does, and oh. he was worried. He was like, "Oh, well, how did you get them?" You know, and uh, I'm kind of uh, worried were. about how they got there and how long they were sitting on tractor trailers. How, and how cool yeah. would it be if his name uh. was Huge Saison? <laughs> it would be awesome. And he only brewed IPAs. It should be his pen name. He should definitely change it in Absolutely. some way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we'd just start calling him Huge. Hey, Huge. I I actually <laughs> I don't Mr. think he, yeah. we'll find out. I yeah. I hear he's a real cool guy, so maybe he uh, won't mind a little little moniker. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> radio guy. What's up, huge? Yeah, I'm a little intimidated. Apparently, the guy's been doing radio in the in the Baltimore area for about 16 years. He, yeah, but like radio, like Sully does, or like uh, actual like you know <laughs> shows. Top 40. <laughs> That'd be great if he Drive had time oh, with huge. Yeah, huge say song. Huge say song. <laughs> yeah, if he had that sort of uh, you know. Uh, Crunchy radio voice. Yeah. That'd be great. You know that. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to one zero four nine. You know, with huge say song. With huge say song. You know some posts he can hit. You know, uh, I guess he does wine reviews. Uh, he does kind of a wine That's show right. out yeah. there. So we'll find out all about that. Lots to talk about with Hugh. Like I said, three different lines of beer that they do. They do a lot of contract brewing. And uh, one of these breweries who doesn't hide the fact that they do contract brewing. So I want to talk to him about that kind of stuff. If you have questions, 888-401-BEER. And, of course, you can join Bevo in the chat room and pass your questions that way. Uh, this question already, they're asking if Clipper City distributes to Thailand. Have you got a, a, a Taiwanese uh, listener in the chat room, Bevo? Taiwanese is, is Taiwan, Justin. Whatever. Thailand is Thai. Thai. Thai people. Jerk. What's the plural of Thai? Thais. Mm. Thais? Thais. I don't really care either way. It's uh, halfway across the world to me. Mm, thighs. <laughs> thighs. So, anyway, is there a Taiwanese in there or not? I don't know. <laughs> Probably Somebody not. Somebody did say that they liked the pictures and that they would give me a squirrel. <laughs> is that what you call it? Yeah. A fuzzy squirrel or a, I don't a hard know. squirrel? Or, yeah. <laughs> a squirrel apparently is all, it's, all it takes to uh, get Bevo to marry you. Squirrel with yeah, a ring on its it. finger. <laughs> it's the first squirrel. Now maybe we'll hear from Sam later on in the show. All right. Uh, so good show plan for you. A couple of announcements. As of a few minutes before the beginning of the show, there is one... Classic Styles, Jamil Zanishef, and John Palmer's new book, there's one left in our store. And it's a personal signing. So if oh. you've been waiting to get your autographed copy, that's it. You got one left in the store. Unless it went in the minutes uh, uh, before this whole uh, event started, it's still there, and that's it. And it'll be a personal signing from Jamil. You can, you can type in your message in the comments field. He'll write whatever you want. And... Uh, they're out. They're gone, except for that one. So if you want it, go now. Whoever gets this feed first and, and wants that thing. Of course, uh, BN Army shirts are now there in the sizes that you wanted. I had mediums in there for like for five him. months. Yeah. And and we finally sold out of mediums. Yeah. It never fails. The, uh, the, the, there's uh, always something to complain about. Oh, yeah. I've been getting five emails a week for the last two weeks. When are you going to get mediums in? And how many times did I say on the show, how many episodes did you have to listen to me say, if you need a shirt, get it right now, because they're going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that being said, I'll be ordering more shirts. I think I'll have them in the beginning of December for the Christmas rush. So if you if you need a medium. Christmas rush at the beginning. I wonder if we can yeah. throw. I'm with, hoping we have one. <laughs> with that last Jameel book, I think we should uh, throw in uh you know, uh, pay an extra five bucks, and Bevo will put on lipstick and give you a kiss on the uh, on the book. Oh, I should have I should have put yeah. it on hold and, uh, yeah. and done that. That's not a bad idea. That's a great idea. I think we just let's have get in another w- hundred books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have, yeah. Have wipe his junk on one of the pages, oh. and, and they got to find out which page it is. Well, they got that already. <laughs> <don't> yeah, <they? laughs> smell. We can call it smell and win. Yeah, all the personal signings got a true personal signing. Yeah. So I'm something told. something smells like cheese. 
<laughs> yeah, it's weird. Jamil gave me a book. I asked for like a personal signing from him too. Yeah. And uh, my book only has like eight pages. Uh, they're very thick pages. Yeah. Maybe they're just <laughs> stuck maybe, together. Oh, you think yeah. they're just? I couldn't tell if it was if you just gypped me on my book or they were stuck together. <laughs> Little hairs coming out of them. Like you say, you know, go to the store now or go an ad. Yes. <laughs> Is that what they say? I don't think it was a book. It was a butt crack. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, what else do I have for announcements? Uh, oh, all show ideas uh, should go to Chad. So Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. That's C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com. Uh, they're still being sent to the feedback uh, zone. And the feedback zone, by the way, you're probably not going to get a reply if you send me the feedback emails. I do those on the air. So if it goes to the feedback, I, I read most of those. I, I, if you have technical issues, I always get back to you, of course. But if you're just making comments and things like that, some people were upset this week that I didn't respond to them, but I read it on the air. So... But show ideas, Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. He is now entirely in charge of topics and guests and uh, sleeping during the second half of the show. I wonder why things improve so much. <laughs> they've, been, they've been great lately, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> I've pawned everything off on Chet. So Chad at thebrewingnetwork.com. All of those ideas, everything needs to go to Chad because I just don't care anymore. I'm just going to show up and, 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 and talk about these things. But Chad... He still cares. He's still in the honeymoon phase of this whole Brewing Network thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? He really cares. Talks to me about it all week. I don't even listen. Yeah. What are we going to do? What about this? I don't care, Chat. Whatever you want to do, I'll be there. That's so, a wise move, just yeah. pawning it off. So what, what do you think about the show, chat. huh? What do you mean? The show, you know, what do you think? <laughs> Which show are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. What? One where we drink beer with friends on Sundays? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. That yeah. show. Uh, no, Chad's doing a great job. And it's not like uh, John Plissé used to do a fantastic job, too, when, when he was in charge of that whole thing. and uh, it, You just need to kind of uh, delegate Somebody who's that kind of stuff. intelligent to handle it. And who cares? Who yeah. <laughs> <You> cares? <laughs> Neither of which are you. Neither of which are me. Not only am I not intelligent, but I could give a shit. So uh, John used to do a great job, and then John got busy, and then I was doing it for a long time, and... and and every every Friday night, I'd call Doc and say, "Well, Doc, no guests this week. What are we doing, son?" Yeah. So always uh, a good call. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, give it to Chad. Chad at thebrewingnetwork dot com. Give it to him like JP does. Yeah. You know Wait, what? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so before we get to the feedback, and actually, I have a little news today too. I wanted to talk about. Um, Oh, uh, quick announcement, too. Sorry, I'm forgetting all these things. Jeez. The forum and the website might be down for a day or two this week. We've ha- we have to change servers. And we'll have to do it this week or they're just going to cancel us all together. Our traffic has exceeded what they will allow us to do, so much so that I got angry emails from them telling me that you're not abiding by your contract, which I didn't read. I just clicked a button that says I accept uh, Nobody reads that stuff. No, it's just like eight pages of shit, isn't they it? They don't expect you to read it. And it's, it comes down to, do I want it or not? Yeah. Agree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're pissed. And so I got to change to a new server this week, which, hey, to me is a good problem to have, except for the increase in cost. But what are you going to do? It's the way it goes. And cut. I'll just bill it to Doc or something, whatever You're I gotta cut do. down the angry emails. <laughs> but you should just send a chat anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so if the forum goes down or something, uh, don't freak out. I, I paid the bills. <laughs> it's not uh, what it usually is. And everything will be back <laughs> up in a, in a day or two. We're just changing over to new servers. And finally, if you're in the Bay Area, I'm excited about this. Um, Magnolia Brewing Company is one of my favorite 
breweries, mostly because the proprietor and the brewmaster, Dave McLean, is one of the coolest guys in the beer world. And if you go back in our archives, you can hear him on the show. Talked about uh, true cast-conditioned English ales with us. And he's such a cool guy and just a, just a good dude. Having their 10th anniversary at the Great American Music Hall tomorrow night which in San Francisco is legendary. It's an old Bill Graham uh, theater, and it's just a cool place to see shows. It, it, you can see a lot of good bands there, and they're renting out the whole place. they got an orchestra playing, and a lot of people in the beer world are going to be there. $20 tickets, which is nothing to go to an event like this. So if you're in the Bay Area, uh, a bunch of us are going to be there. Doc, I really want you to go, man. I don't care if you have to get in a fight tomorrow. It won't be the first time this week. We'll fight it. tonight and tomorrow. <laughs> but, you know, it's your day off. Monday's your your only day off. Yep. And, uh, you know, just tell her you're going out with the boys. You know, it's going to be a good time. So I really want you to go. All right? Okay. Try your best. Did you tell him who's, uh, who's in the orchestra? I kind of forget what Dave was saying, but there was a couple dudes who used to roll with Jerry Garcia. Oh, are that who they are? Oh, cool. Yeah. He did list all those people. I got it. Yeah, I, don't know I just don't know who those people are. Let me see. You'll know, Doc, won't you? The band is called mm, the Everyone Orchestra. Nice. It's conducted by Matt Butler. Uh, it's an ensemble of a uh, lot of musicians, all-star mu- musicians, including Melvin Seals. Yeah. Is he a, he's a, a keyboard player in uh, Jerry Garcia's band. He had, okay. The JGB. Yeah, he's going to be there. Guitarist Dan Lebowitz. Uh, multi-instrumentalist Joe Craven. He's a he's a dead guy, isn't he? Doesn't he play with... Well, uh, obviously he's still alive, jerk, or else he wouldn't be playing in the orchestra. Who else is on him? Um, tea Leaf Green guitarist and vocalist Josh Clark. I don't know who Tea Leaf Green is, but it sounds like a pot-smoking group to me. <laughs> Smoke that wacky tobacco. And Jamie Janover. Or Yanover. I don't know. So, I don't know. I guess at least one of those guys from the dead. That's awesome music, huh? Yeah. So it's going to be cool. It's going to be a good time. That's at the Great American Music Hall tomorrow. You can get tickets uh, right at the Great American Music Hall. And 20 bucks gets you in. A lot of beers. I know there's going to be nine Magnolia beers on tap, plus all the beers that the Great American Music Hall usually has on tap, which is another eight or so, if I remember right. And they usually have some good craft beers there. So if you're in our area, go to this thing. It's it's going to be cool. All right. Before I get to the feedback and the news, I want to talk to Jay-Z about these books. Uh, books came in this week. People have been sending me and you both uh, email after email. When are the books going to get there? When are they there? When is it in the books? I saw Amazon got the books. How come you didn't get the books? I want my books. (laughs) Uh, Amazon got the books because they're... Amazon ain't getting them signed either. That's right. Or wiped. I was wiped. (laughs) The brown kiss of the Pope, yes. The kiss of the Pope is disgusting. Uh, But we did finally get them in. We just got them in on Friday. And we started processing them already. They haven't Friday. shipped yet. Yeah. Was it Friday? It was Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. Yeah. We started signing them bad boys. Got them Friday. We were there Friday night. And, uh, and there's proof. And there's video proof. Video. Oh, yeah. It's on the website. On, uh, You'll well, see it's me on, naked there's signing a, books. There's yeah. a post in Off Topics, but it's on YouTube. You can actually see Jay Z signing these things in case in case you think like we all just split it up and we are all signing them. <laughs> yeah, so you can yeah. check out what the segments. Oh, I can be signing mine right there. Yeah, that's, that's for me. <laughs> that's mine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you can actually um, 
see that being signed. Hey, JP, would you hook uh, Bevo up with the messenger? It's yeah. Not, it's not on. <laughs> the messenger. I haven't done that to a girl in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Give her the messenger, will you? The stanky messenger. Give her the stanky messenger. Uh, <laughs> so. Right, put your leg up. <laughs> <laughs> so the books are in, and uh, we've already started the signing, and we started the personal signings. We're going to be processing them all week. So they're going to go into the mail and staggered shipments. If you don't get yours by, like, Wednesday, I don't want to hear. I'm not even going to respond. Don't cry to me about it. They're coming. They're on their way. Um, but I was processing a bunch of those personal signings, Jay-Z, you know, the ones where people got to write their own message that, that Jamil would, would give to them. And some of those were cool, man. There's some creative people out there. I don't know about cool. Uh, <laughs> There's funny people out there. I spent my entire weekend going through those things, yeah. uh, you know, from like 8 in the morning until midnight yesterday and uh, most of today. And uh, there were some that I thought were actually quite nice. There was this one from like a wife to her husband and it was, uh, you know, don't forget that, you know, you know, the greatest thing in life is, you know, a wife in, in one arm and a homebrew in the, in the other. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was really nice. That was probably my favorite one. And then there were the more disturbing ones like, uh, you complete me. And that those was were good. Quite, quite odd. I liked those. There were the uh, like, quotes from Patton. Yes. Like, like <laughs> they wanted you to tell them that you com- that they complete you. <laughs> yeah, they had me right. No, you no, complete they, me. That they complete him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was uh, like so. Jamil writing like two. I don't know. I'm the name, Tom like, Cruise. They're Renee Zellweger. <laughs> yeah, it would be like Jamil writing to Brian. You complete me. Love Jamil. Oh, that's like, weird. That yeah. guy's. Stuff. I love it. I've, I'm processing. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> My favorite was uh, someone wrote. Um, you know. Whoever it was had sent an email a long time ago saying that uh, really J- Jamil doesn't know shit about brewing. It's all me. I'm the mastermind behind these things. Yeah. And that guy, I bought a, a personalized one that, that said, uh, you were right. It's all about Justin. Signed, Jamil. <laughs> I don't remember like, that one. I'm yeah. sorry. That, that and I'm like, good, he good has sign. to sign that. <laughs> <laughs> I have it in writing. He has to sign that book because uh, the guy paid for it. And I want a photocopy of that of that. Uh, <laughs> Signature. I think I think that one gave me an option of saying that or something else. Oh, I went with the something else. Shit. Did anyone go? Did anyone have you go? Well, no, not no. a single one. God. No, no wells in there. Uh, oh. You know, I I had to resign as uh, the office office of president of the United States. So you're no longer president. Exactly. Oh, that's too they, bad. They caught me on that one. Uh, you know, people made me like uh, guarantee to buy them a beer or you know weird stuff like that. But uh, do they but, have the coupon? <laughs> You're not gonna get one of the I saw those. They're like, yeah, uh, hey, I promise when I'm in Washington, I'll buy you a beer. Yeah, it's like okay. Actually, it was like you know several rounds of beers. So I. I cut it down to one. You know those jerks are going to show up with that book when you're there, too. That's why I go, cut it down to one. I'm yeah. sorry. The several got left out by accident. <laughs> yeah. It was late. Your eyes were tired. There were some good ones that I thought uh, it was uh, from, you know, for clubs where they have, like, the home brewer of the year or most improved beer brewer of the year. And, uh, you know, they wanted me to write something inspirational on that. I thought those were pretty cool, you know. Yeah. And uh, the, the, But the best ones were from, like... 
as far yeah, as humor yes. goes, it was gifts from like you know you could tell a couple of guys brew together or they they know each other real well. Yeah, and they'd have me write something really insulting about the other brewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? like uh, uh, I don't know why you're gonna read this book. Yeah, your beer will still suck. <laughs> yeah, listen to Lance. He actually knows everything. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you can see him. You know, handing these things out and just chuckling as the other guys reading these things. So oh yeah, I thought those were pretty cool. It was fun, man. I thought that was real cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't somebody make you uh, draw pictures? Yeah, there was a picture of a catfish and a monkey. <laughs> you know, now when you get the book and the the catfish and the monkey look really retarded, it's because I can't draw. Yeah. And you know, I spent like an hour, like you know, drawing on scratch paper. I got one that looked really good, and then I tried drawing it again on uh, you know the book, and it just looks. Like some, you know, paraplegic, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, two year old trying to try to draw this thing. But see, I think that's clever because I was thinking about, you know, if 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 there was somebody who was writing a book, you know, that I cared about, and I wanted, and I <laughs> so wanted, other than me, correct, and I wanted a signed copy, like personalized copy. I don't know what I'd ask them to write. Like a lot of people just said, "Hey, you know what, Jamil? I'm not going to tell you what to write. Just write me something." You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I do. So when I'm reading this stuff, I'm like, man, these people are clever. Like they have, like the picture guy. I think that's clever. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Make Jamil draw me a picture of a monkey and a goat or whatever the hell it was. And I think having it's great. sex. <laughs> yeah. I want the goat to be the one on top. Yeah, I think what happened was uh, they really took it to heart once I started on, on there saying. You know, because I was using it to sell those personal signings. Uh, I was like, whatever you write, I will make Jamil sign. So, and I think that's when they took carte blanche. So the the most important thing I've learned from this is not to allow you to do that in the future. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But since we hadn't signed any uh, deal, I figured, hey, fuck it. If I say it on right. the air, Jamil's yeah, not yeah. going to go back on it. He's a loyal, you know, to the listeners, to everybody. If I say it, he won't go back. <laughs> is that, yeah, is that, that last, was great. Is that, that last great. signed copy available? Because I want to I want to have him write, you know. I think it's Jason, gone already. I really gave it to your I dog really hard last night. <laughs> I'll pay for any vet bills. I think no. I already signed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was uh, offensive, though. Nobody, it, none of them were too crazy, right? I mean, they just were well, interesting. crazy. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> there, there's a few that might be kind of considered crazy. I, yeah. uh, I found it very interesting the the variety of uh, women that were buying the books for their spouses and yeah. or you know boyfriends, and you know, there's some very nice ones where they were, you know, hey, you know. You know, keep going. You know, you're doing great. Uh, you know, don't forget to clean up. <laughs> right. Know, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, don't forget to. You know, to, you know, little Na- things like that. Nagging from the page of someone else's book. <laughs> it stuff. was exactly. Yeah. But it was still, it was still sweet. You know, don't it was make in a too much noise way. when you come in again. And they're the ones like begging to for them to marry them. You know that. that yeah, uh, that I was, thought that was a little scary. I read that one, and it was yeah, it was really detailed about like um, three pages. It was a long one. Like, yeah, you had to write like three pages. Of, you had to co- you had to cover up recipes to write this thing. Yeah, look it, in the back of the book if you're if you're wondering where it continues. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, whatever it was was uh, Jamil giving advice ass, to this you know? guy and say, you know how how great his his 
his girlfriend is. Why haven't you asked her to marry you yet? Oh. It was like all this time. And I'm going, and I'm reading this as I'm processing, and I'm going, oh, that poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, if I were you, I think I would just put run, run like the wind and don't look back. That would have been good, Love too. Love, Jamil. Actually, that would have been worth kind of giving away a copy to send first just to be funny and then sending the real one. <laughs> like, we're going to just said, leave now. Yeah. Run. <laughs> Sorry, dude, I can't write this. <laughs> yeah. In my heart of hearts, I just can't write this. In my heart of hearts. They're funny, though. Yeah, good stuff. So, I don't know, I thought you'd have a good time. When I was processing and yeah. I gave you the stack of papers, I said, I think... I think at the very, even though Jamil's going to be sitting around signing these for a long time, I think he's going to get a chuckle out of a bunch of them. So. Yeah, we did, signed a lot of books. It was like six hundred books, and you know, yeah. my 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 hand is uh, cramped, Just cramped and tired, probably permanently deformed. Or probably was already like that. Not the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't be able to pleasure myself for at least a week. No. so somebody's going to have to take care of me. Yeah, Jamil's, Jamil's signing books the other day, and he's like, yeah. This is really going to affect my sex life. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> going to have to count on my wife for sex now. What's up with this? Yeah. Promise her a book. I don't think I'm getting paid enough. Yeah. Yeah. Promise her a book. Hey, honey, I know it's our anniversary, but uh, here's a book. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, it's signed by me to you. Now, did your family, you know, the, the kids and your wife, did they think it was uh, creepy how much, you know, you, like that you have fans? Because you're the dad around there. You know, well, they don't think of you as like a, right. a, a, a brewing celebrity. Uh, you know, very often my kids go, Dad's famous! <laughs> you know? And then they saw like, uh, you know, some people, I'll tell you, People from Australia ordered the book. Yeah, yeah. And they're paying like you know twice the cover price in order to get this book a lot of shipping, to support yeah. so support the brewing network. You know, and they they could have bought it you know much cheaper other elsewhere. Yeah, uh, you True know that. that's really really very generous and very kind of those yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, Same in but, Denmark and Belgium. And, yeah, you know, and and you know, guy in the, India. <laughs> you know the yeah. the kids see that and they're like, so people know you outside of the United States. <laughs> that was what they said today. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I said, you know, people all over the world listen to the show. I said, yeah. pretty much every country in the world's listening to the show. Right. I'm like, really? <gasps> Dad's famous. Yeah. Dad, Dad's like American Idol. He's an American <laughs> brew idol. But I hide, uh, hid, I had to hide some of the, uh, some of the, uh, personal signings from oh, the yeah, kids, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, my, my older daughter was looking through the, the stack of things to sign. Uh-huh. I said, you probably don't want to look through that stack. That's the stack I was setting aside for later. <laughs> That's the secret stack. <laughs> yeah, the, the disturbed stack. Yeah. So if your book comes a little late, eh, it was part of the disturbed stack. Yeah. It had to wait till the kids went to bed to be signed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, that's cool though. I thought. What about your wife? Did she say? Or did she just shake her head at you? No, no. She, she actually she had to carry the books in and out from the car for me because I jacked up my back so bad that you uh, sissy. She actually has been. She loaded all those books in the car for me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, she's she's wonderful. She's and you're gonna get helpful. sex too? <laughs> oh, let's not go that far. <laughs> I had Sully on the phone to talk to us, but he dropped. He dropped off. He was there. And Probably had to text now. someone. Yeah, Sully, you can call back if you want. A little pneumonia attack. Well, uh, I, I, Jay-Z really worked hard on these things, and I appreciate that. All the signing. So on behalf of all the listeners, man, that was cool. And, and you worked hard to get them done quick. You were, uh, was, oh yeah. yeah. Like I said, we got them Friday. They're almost around. all signed. 
almost all of them, and I just got to do the processing and, and get them uh, shipped, and, that, and that'll start happening tomorrow. M- the majority of them, I would say, uh, almost ninety percent of them will ship oh, tomorrow uh, and Tuesday. So you'll be getting them soon, and that's thanks to uh, Jamil uh, oh, getting that done real and, fast. And one plug for for more beer. Um, the 24th of this month, November, uh-huh. I think, uh, it's whatever Saturday it is, at some time during the day, like 2 o'clock, both uh, John Palmer and I are supposed to be at More Beer to Sign Books. Oh, so both of you. If you weren't it. able to buy one off the Brewing Network and we ran out, you can show up there if you're local and uh, you can get one there. Ooh, maybe I'll do a video of that, too. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Poor JP. He does a video so that people can see. It was done real quick. He just thought, hey, let me grab the camera. I'll show uh, Actually, Jay-Z. Actually, it, it was Plissé's idea. Oh, was it? Yeah, which well, I thought man. was very good for the kids. And who's, idea. whose idea was the uh, you know the porn music track? You know, oh. you know who I'll give, you, that? I'll give you one guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be personal stuff. But I thought that was cool, and it just was a short little clip of uh, Jay Z signing the things. You know, yeah. it, was, it was an Oscar-winning material. No, I, you know, yeah, John was I, like, we should do that. I'm like, you know, that'd be cool. So everyone knows that that they came in today and they're being worked on. We're not slacking on it. Maybe put you know try to I try to really bring imp- a smile to someone's face. I was really impressed with w- what you did with that, JP. Yeah. yeah, I mean this whole thing between the, the the filming and then he went up and edited it. Yeah, we're talking fifteen minutes here. Yeah, and it was actually <laughs> worked out pretty good. All right. So what happens? Pleased. He posted in the forum. People start bitching instantly. Yeah, bub. Oh, I can <laughs> I can see the mic wire. Yeah. Uh, next time, oh, next time, try hiding the mic wire, JJ. <laughs> for for something that was done like you know on the fly. Yeah. You know, just totally, uh, you know, just spur of the moment. I thought that was really good. Yeah. So next so time, try I. hiding your gut, bub. <laughs> you ass. Hide your face, yeah. bub. You gotta, Hide your whole personality, if you have one. In the toilet. you ah. got to give JP credit. It's hard filming with one hand. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's busy with the other. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. It was fun. It, it's a good thing. All right. So, Jay-Z, thanks, man. It's good work. And, oh, uh, sure. Everybody out there, you're, you're getting them. You'll be getting them in, in a, by, by next week. I, I yeah. assume everybody will have If you're international, I got no control over that. That's probably your own uh, post. A couple service. of years from now, you will be getting them. <laughs> but I will be by, I mean, most of them this week and at the latest Monday of next week, they will all be going in. Um, so you, you should be getting them. Well, nice job, guys. Yeah, getting, them, getting it out, uh, you know, as soon as possible. At least saying you got yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Really, all I'm doing is saying, "Don't ask me why you haven't got yeah. it." It'll be yeah. there. Yeah, but it's the post office. I don't know. No, I don't know. All right. Uh, oh let's my do god! This. You've got mail. Yeah. <laughs> Feedback for you folks out there. This guy writes in, Justin. Oh, this is Angry JP. Oh. Why is that? I got a couple from Angry JP. This, actually, maybe the other one was Angry Jamil. I don't know. You know, we got all these angry people. Some people, though, let me tell you this. It. I only read the angry ones if they're if they're funny too. There was one this week that was just so friggin' angry. Really? It, the guy was trying to be funny, I think. Yeah. But it really just came out as like, I'm a dick, and I think you're a dick. Oh. And I don't even. I was like, I'm not gonna read it. Like, <laughs> I felt dirty. A you're be, a dick. Yeah, let's, let's all be dicks let's together. Let's be dicks together. <laughs> I just felt dirty. You were reading it. So <laughs> guess what? If your if your angry emails aren't funny, I'm not, I'm not gonna read them. You now gotta. Now relax I kind of want to know. Uh, I got I'd have to find it. It just. It wasn't even funny. It wasn't oh, funny. Okay, right. It just was mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not. It's only. I mean, I I think even the listeners who, who like it when we get insulted, yeah. they just would have gone. Well, that's just mean. <laughs> it has to be mean but funny. Yeah. At the same time, I love mean. Yeah. 
if it's funny. Throw a little funny in there. Uh, This one, though, uh, Angry JP, Justin, hey, you ass clown. Oh. And I'm going to read it exactly how it's written. Good job on the G-A-B-H. And it was also titled G-A-B-H. So we're not talking typo here. Uh, I guess even a broken clock is right at least twice a day. And that's from Angry JP. Great American B-ho? Yeah. Beer-ho? So I'm reading this one because... Guess who's the ass clown today, my friend? <laughs> There's no G-A-B-H. What the hell's the G-A-B-H? Next great, time great you want to insult hoe. me, at least, you know, don't be completely hammered. you got to have an <laughs> ounce of sobriety left to be funny and insulting. Ask JP. Or just yeah. read it back once. You know? Maybe he wasn't hammered. Maybe he's just really stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Bevo. Maybe you're right. <laughs> that was from Angry JP. Bevo, you're welcome to the chat room anytime you want. <laughs> the chat room is never, in the history of the show, sided with me on anything. <laughs> Not on one single subject. <laughs> you're welcome in this room. Thank you. Here we go. Uh, oh, this was Brown in regards it. to... you know we, People have been asking us a lot of pot questions lately. Yeah, what's up with that? A lot of cousin questions. Well, this is an answer because last week we read some feedback. Someone was talking about whether or not you could graft hop plants together with uh, the cousin plant and if that would do anything. This guy says, Dear BN Sunday Session, I just started listening to your podcast and I can't believe I've been missing out on this for so long. But regarding to grafting cannabis to hops, the short answer is no. The long answer is kind of long and boring, but whilst the two plants may be similar, and he, he used whilst. Oh, so he so he's actually learned. He's learned. He is learned. Yeah. <laughs> whilst the two plants may be similar, so are pigs and humans. Does that mean we can mate with pigs and produce piggy human babies? No, but we can have pig valves in our hearts. Ooh. But that's different. That's not grafting, is it? Sure it is. Actually, no. Is it grafting? Kind of close. Oh! Sort of is grafting. Yeah! <laughs> well, he says when you graft one plant to another, it will grow as it normally would, leaching nutrients and water only. It will not pass on genetics or any other chemicals uh. that the grafted plant does not produce itself. That's true. Yep. Furthermore, many stoners don't realize that... <laughs> oh, this is just something extraneous he wants us to know. Oh, okay. Many stoners don't realize that cannabis is perfectly legal. It's the THC that's illegal. The American Analog Act lists chemical components as illegal, not specific plant species. So n- neither him nor I are condoning anything. Right. He just That's it's a, just a, clarifying. That's yeah. why you can have the sterile... Uh, Cannabis seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can have the male and version, right? For, uh, but you can't have the female version, which actually produces the, the units that you need. Yeah. The unit. So uh, that's from a. Uh, you said male and unit. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that is signed. But I didn't say whilst. So. Yeah. I'm that's not that signed brewing and growing in the USA. <laughs> Thank you for the email, Shat. Uh, <laughs> Justin Shat JP. Uh, Justin, your comments on paying what you think the show is worth really hit home. I enjoyed the Wet Hop show recently, so I donated five bucks for that. The other five bucks is for the Flying Dog show when you hurt JP's feelings, making him unresponsive. It's funny when JP gets his feelings hurt. (laughs) That's cheers for Brian. Brian, I could not agree with you more. Yeah. Brian, why don't you come to my family reunion this year, please? Yeah, pay me like 200 bucks and you'll get your money's worth. So if you listen to last week, JP finally was exactly the co-host I wanted him to be, where he just agreed with everything that I had to say. Jamil actually thought I should apologize to you, and I was like, fuck that. That was the best JP I've ever seen in my life. Well, after that, JP was quite funny, as, as he always is. Yeah. Right? 
But why? Because no, I left. For, well, no. Prior, prior to that, there was nothing. There was no reason for it. I, I didn't hear anything up to there. I, d- well, I decided. I, I decided I don't need a reason to turn JP yeah. off. If I want to shut him down, yeah. it's just my like you prerogative. need no reason to turn him on. That's true. <laughs> you just do. You just do. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Anyway, I just thought that it was great that a listener agrees with me. It's really funny when JP gets his feelings yeah. hurt. There are too many feelings. Hey, world. not to be a dick, but yeah. that was Laughing Dog. Uh, I was Laughing Dog. You're absolutely right. He said Flying Dog. Chad, I'm tired of you being so negative. Turn him <laughs> off. Sorry for the correction. <laughs> Turn him off. Yeah. You're negative. Never correct him on the air. Yeah. Don't do... Yeah, I'm going to... Chat, I'm going to turn you off, but... I don't know. Everyone's talking about, uh, like, uh, I don't know, my feelings are hurt. Oh, everybody's got all these fucking feelings. Get over it. <laughs> Come on. Suck it up. Shut sick of people's feelings. Yeah. Last week's show, I'm telling you, you guys don't know what happened behind the scenes. It was the feelings show. Uh, Sh- Sully thought that JP was mad at Sully. <laughs> Which, I don't know how I could be mad at Sully unless he doesn't hook me up with that hot waitress at the bar. <laughs> right. I knew that JP was not really mad, but like uh, that I shut him down. It was pretty insulting on my part. And everyone's got all these feelings around oh, here. It's ridiculous. Bunch of sissies. Give me a break. I, did, I didn't notice the thing. <laughs> Doc was like, I didn't see anything. I, thought everyone, <laughs> I didn't see anything. Everyone was, was great. Thought it was, P- people our, were upset. I didn't, I didn't notice. It's <laughs> one of our happiest shows yeah. ever. Doc's, Doc's used to not noticing when people are upset. <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Hey, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Moving on. We were talking about after. That's what Chad said to me. He, uh, I'm telling him about, oh, you know, this person thinks that, this person thinks that. And, all, and Chad just looks at me and goes, I'm sick of all these feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got feelings. Bunch of wusses. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Uh, what else do I got here? There's a guy who was like, pissed that I didn't respond to him. I emailed you a couple weeks ago and nobody even sent me an email back to say F you. So here, F you. Uh, he wanted me to, t- uh, he wants us to book Jolly Pumpkin. And I think Shat's already at work on Ooh, Jolly Pumpkin. Jolly Pumpkin. Uh, we also they are got some great huge stuff. Yeah. fans. Everyone here is a big, big fan, fan of Jolly Pumpkin, yeah. Uh, big I, fan, long time drinker. They're doing all, I, I hear they're doing all open fermentation and lots of barrel aid stuff and, and cool stuff. So Shat's already at work on, on Jolly Pumpkin. So I think I wrote back to that guy like, yeah, great idea. We already had it, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, watch his feelings, man. Friend. Oh, I'm sorry. That's from Case. And, uh, Kay, I'm sorry about your feelings, dude. I think that he's going to be the sorry about your feelings show. <laughs> Not. <laughs> okay. So, that's what I have for feedback. Man, are we running late. <laughs> but I wanted to do this news. This news? Just do it quick. Yeah, because I had good news. Oh, good news for a chance. For a chance. He's a paper yeah. boy. Just wait right. down to good news. It's always good news, it's just whether or not it gets done mister, properly. Buy a paper, mister. <laughs> well, part of it was good news because it's, uh, it's a dental story. It's not even about, uh, it's okay. not even about beer. It's not even good about a dental story. Fun about dogs. I gotta play this tune behind it. Why? Why? Let me find it here. Because he gets his dental work done at a car wash before he met Doc. A woman has sued a dancing dentist claiming injuries from the drill because the dentist was dancing to this song while drilling out her molar. Yeah. The guy was right. Oh, look, I see Doc moving. Is this one of those tunes that gets you grooving? All dentists, apparently. 
<laughs> He's already moving. A dentist was dancing to the song Car Wash when the inch-long drill bit he was using during inch an... Inch-long. Yeah. All right. During an extraction, punctured a Hung woman's like an sinus cavity and lodged it near her eye socket. Yeah. According to a lawsuit. Brandy Fanning said she had to undergo emergency surgery and spent three days in the hospital because of the mishap. She still suffers facial swelling, nerve damage, and chronic infections from the bacteria that seeped into her sinus cavity. Fanning is seeking $600,000 for her medical expenses, pain, and suffering. That's it? Here's that what That sounds reasonable. The dentist, <laughs> yeah. Dr. George Trusty. <laughs> trusty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to be that a trusty. That was her first mistake. Yeah, I yeah. can't make this stuff up. He gave her some Novocaine, and while he was drilling to break the molar into quadrants before the extraction... Fanning heard a snap, she said. As Trusty was doing the procedure, he was performing, quote, rhythmical steps and movements <laughs> to the song Car Wash, which was on the radio in the dental suite. By the way, it was one of those um, cattle dental places. Yeah. It was a it was a, a government funded yeah. one where there's like, you know, 30 chairs. Yep. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. You probably had to work in one as yeah. a student, right? But, well, yeah, even after that. But that's okay. why my dentist has really crappy music on all the time. <laughs> yeah. Safety. So yep. check this out, Doc. So what he's doing is, you know, he's breaking up the tooth so he can pull it out. Yeah, section of tooth. And he's dancing, and he slips. He slips and he, and he and he pushes the the inch bit through her sinus cavity. Yeah. He then tries to use a metal hook to pull the bit out, <laughs> but that only pushed it farther up, driving uh-huh. it through the sinus and the bone. The lawsuit alleges. What? Yeah. I, whether that's true or not, but that's the lawsuit alleges. When Fanning asked what was happening, Trusty told her, ah, "It's not a big deal. Well, yeah, not a big deal. You." Here's what he said. You'll likely sneeze the drill bit out. <laughs> she then expresses alarm. <laughs> like I would, I would alarm. have been like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to express my alarm with a knee to the groin. So Trusty called an oral surgeon, who was a friend of his, uh, to get Fanning an appointment. And I guess he does it right in, right in front of the woman. He's on the phone with her. He gets off the phone. And when he gets <laughs> off the phone, he says, he changes his tune and says, uh, you need to go to the emergency room immediately. So she goes, and doctors told her that told her later that if she would have sneezed, the bit actually could have blinded her because it was like almost into her was nah. it olfactory socket or something eyeball. No, nah, they shouldn't have said that through. anyway. So uh, I'd like to actually I'd like to see the deposition of the uh, emergency room doctors, and I bet they didn't say that. Really? Oh yeah. That it wouldn't. That was maybe no, some fabrication. Well, of or yeah, you know, you'd be amazed at what patients hear. Like they get back right. from, you know, I send them to the oral surgeon or something. Well, and, you yeah. know, somebody sticks a drill bit up up <laughs> through, through your sinus. Yeah, you're, oh, come you're bound to imagine all sorts of things. Like you haven't like, done that. Yeah, come before. on, shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's well, why yeah, they have informed know, consent. And that's the thing. Shit happens, and then, you know, somebody apologizes, and then you, you just kind of go on with it. <laughs> well, I'll but tell you what. somebody tries to cover it up, then screw them. Yeah, he didn't, try, he didn't try to cover it up. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, I screwed up. No, that's true. But that's here's actually, actually the end of the story, which I thought was kind of cool. The dentist they, said, they ended up dating? No, the dentist says, <laughs> uh, I'll pay for this. Don't worry. I'm going to pay for your medical bills. But then I guess he started backtracking on that. Oh, so she, no. So she says the only reason she even went to a lawyer was to because he started – he's like, oh, I can't pay it. 
Oh, and wow. she's like, well, then I'm going to sue you to yeah, pay yeah, it. Yeah. You know? And six, in, in, in America, you know, which otherwise known as Captain Lawsuit, $600,000 for an experiment like that. That's nothing. An event like that. Yeah. Like, That's I've heard change. of a lot worse for, yeah. for being burnt yeah. with coffee. So yeah. <laughs> it's pretty reasonable from both sides. Yeah. But um, he yeah. probably stopped paying her medical bills because his malpractice insurance people told him to stop it. Well, he probably couldn't afford the crack. Yeah, habit. Thing. It's yeah. actually you're on. You're totally on the right track, Doc. It also said that because it was a federal, it's a it was a government like a subsidized dental yeah. cattle call. They have all kinds of limits about malpractice. So it was yeah, it was them saying, well, we ain't paying that, and we don't have to. We no, don't no, malpractice. No, it's about if it's more than twenty bucks, ain't nah. gonna do it. Ain't it, gonna happen. It, there is. There's like this serious federal limit, I guess. Well, it was. A, it's also they they don't want you to free do, clinic. Make it seem like you're admitting guilt. Ah, yeah. So you're not supposed to talk to him. They tell you not to do That's that. Just from Which experience? is why he's like, eh, and it's no big deal. You'll sneeze that out. <laughs> have you ever would told somebody have, they would sneeze something out? Yeah, would she ever have sneezed Complain. that out? Was he? Is that a nah, ridiculous probably, thing to nah, say? Probably not. No, no. Have you ever told somebody you would they would sneeze something out? Come on. Come no, on. I, I usually tell them, don't blow your nose after I puncture their sinus. <laughs> <laughs> have you told your kids they would sneeze yeah. a bean out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a toy. Anything that got stuck Just in the, put nose. Up the nose, it happens. No, it, it's actually pretty easy to puncture the sinus when you're doing that. But when yeah. you're dancing, no, try not to dance. All right, last thing I wanted to cover in the news here too. Um, I thought this was interesting. This came out in the Tech Talk forum, I think, the AHA Tech Talk forum. Yeah. Don't what? quote me on that. It was sent to me from somebody else who, and the person who was writing about this was pissed about it. And I've got a little bit of a different take, but let me read you what was posted. It was from a person uh, talking about radio ads knocking craft beer and homebrewing. Yeah, he heard I read during that football one. Game. I read that one. So he says, I was listening to a football game on the radio this past Sunday, and I could hardly believe my ears. There was a beer ad describing different kinds of beer that were unlike the high-quality, consistently delicious, delicious Michelob or Michelob Light. He wasn't sure what it was that was being advertised. And near the end of the ad, it ran a line that went something like, and we would never make anything that tastes like it was made in somebody's basement. And he says, I pretty near shat myself. Um... It goes on to uh, describe another ad that was the same, and he says, Has it come to this? Do homebrewers, and by extension anyone making beer with flavor, so greatly threaten companies like Anheuser-Busch that they have to resort to direct, direct attacks? And he was kind of pissed and saying, So we must be doing something right. How long have we been attacking the big brewers right, about right. the beer well, that they make? But does anybody remember this from several years ago? I don't. I don't recall that from currently, but... Um, probably like five years ago, that was uh, one of the things. They had a commercial where they were talking about chocolate, anchovy, something or other, beer, yeah, yeah. you know. And it was like a big attack on homebrewers. But who cares? Well, you know, I'm saying... It's like going to stop you from homebrewing? Oh, well. But I go even further. If you're going to be... Uh, yes, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. It's not going to affect us homebrewers. Yeah. This guy's concerned that craft brewers are being attacked. There was another ad that said, uh, basically, um, don't mm-hmm. worry. We won't assault you with any creative, crazy flavors. We just make yeah, we won't beer assault that you with tastes flavor. like beer. Yeah. Why would we so put we'll, flavor in our beer? We'll fil- cold filter it four times. <laughs> yeah. Right. Until it's smooth and flavorless. Until there is flavor. And we all know that. But I say even if they want to do a whole smear campaign about craft beer and things like that. Who cares? But how long have we been doing it? 
And craft brewers do it too. Uh, craft brewers have been putting out ads that say, you know, beers with taste. No sure. crap. Is crap. that not a smear campaign oh, yeah. uh, against yeah. uh, the domestic brewers? So I'm thinking, no harm, no foul here. Uh, it's only the same thing that craft brewers have been doing for years to the big beers. Well, all that has changed. <laughs> so I don't think anybody should be getting up in arms about ads that you hear. A, you know better. Right. And B, You've been doing the same thing to them well, for years now. Well, and see, who hasn't, I mean, honestly, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, who hasn't had a craft beer once in their life that did kind of taste like it came out of a basement and it was horrible? Once? Yeah. couple, uh, couple I mean, of you dozen. Know, <laughs> right. It might not be, I mean, so in hell, words, I'm there, drinking one right now. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, there's Sorry, some beer. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> there's some beer out there, you know, that uh, that are made in like little... Mom and pop pizza joints that uh, you know do extract only and don't clean the fermenters, yeah. and it'll taste like crap. Yeah, but they're proud of it. Well, they yeah, are proud of it. But uh, yeah, don't don't worry no. about it. If you get if you get mad about ads on TV, yeah. don't watch TV, dude. You well, have a coronary. But right. in this case, I just thought also it wasn't just a person getting mad. It's also hypocritical, and no, I no. don't think we should be hypocrites. If we're gonna sit here on our high horse, all snobby about our good beer, then we shouldn't care when the big brews say the same thing right back. Yep. You know, so let's I not agree. be hypocrites. If we're gonna sit around and talk about it, then let everybody talk about it. You know, and so uh, that's the only thing that kind of bothered me, and it was sent to me. I don't know if the guy was agreeing or not, but it kind of was sent to me like, can you believe this? Can you believe that the big brewers are doing this? And I'm like, yeah, I'd have done it a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'd done it 10 years ago when the first, uh, you know, Sam Adams ad or whatever came out and said, you know, beer with taste. Well, they did. They did. They they tried to, uh, you know, cripple Sam Adams. And they did. And, And actually, it impacted not only Sam Adams, but the entire craft brew industry. Got affected so, you by know, it. and and that, that's one thing about all craft brewers. If you're concerned about like the big brewers, the mega brewers, and all that, you know, don't don't diss on Sam Adams. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, they're not part of that problem. They're you know, you y- all bond bond together. Don't don't you know piss on anybody's beer. Agreed. Don't it, piss on the big brewers' beer. Don't piss on the craft brewers' beer. Don't piss on the home brewers' beer either. Yeah, you know, don't piss on anybody's beer because it's all beer, and what you want to elevate is beer. That's right. And you know, there's there's plenty of you know to go around for everybody, and everybody should uh, have a positive uh, you know uh, feeling about beer. That's why you know you have problems with uh, you know the wine industry, maybe. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, raining on Sam Adams Parade is kind of. I don't know, unpatriotic too. I mean, you know, he's uh, Sam Adams. I mean, he was the first president of the United States. <laughs> he's a patriot. I mean, come on, you know, you know? he wrote the Constitution. He was the guy who uh, rode Invented on the horse the with the lantern, yeah. warning us all about yeah, the coming yeah. invasion. Wasn't that him? Yeah, he, yeah, he freed the slaves yeah. too. He freed the slaves. <laughs> he was the first man on the moon, and he the guy's a first guy to moon. He signed yeah. the Twenty First Amendment. He built the moon. <laughs> the guy built the moon. Yeah. He invented breast implants. He invented oh. breast implants. Oh, See, I don't like breast implants. He should have just stopped right there. Yeah. <laughs> breast implants are no good. Now, nah, so I just say no, the best I love world. that we all talk about what we like and what we don't like. I don't right. care if you if we talk about I don't like this beer or that beer, right. and whether that be domestic or not. No. Great, do it. Do it to your heart's content. But let's just not all be surprised. Smear campaigns in general aren't aren't cool. So you know who cares? Nah. And it makes so, them look stupid. Yeah, uh, talk to, about to what the you target like, audience, not what you hate. So I mean, that means Justin has to lay off of JP. No more yeah. smear campaigns. <laughs> Well, let's not uh, go too far. Then let's I mean, not be crazy, Doc. I mean, aren't they tar- with that? Aren't they trying to target? Don't they call that a wipe campaign, not a smear campaign. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? They're trying to target craft brewers, aren't they? With the Amber, Michelob Amber, what was that for? The Amber oh, sure they are, yeah. yeah. Well, so all they're doing is shooting themselves in the foot. Um, so who cares? Let them, let them say whatever they want to say. They're not going to get any sales from it, so F them. Well, and, but I'm just saying even more so than that. Right. They're not doing anything that the craft brewers haven't done to them. Yes. They're not saying anything that hasn't been said about them. So I say if, if, if one portion is going to start it, let's all do it. You know? you know what? If they say that, they should pull their ads from Zymergy. Do you think? I've, I've, yeah. I've got no. I don't think they should because that's But I have one final thing to say. Okay, let and you have the is, last word. It, it, it smells like feet in the studio. It's disgusting. God damn. That's me. Uh, maybe I'll change my and JP. signs at the break. All right. Is that why one of my signs has just quit working? <laughs> I do have to take a break. We're running way behind. I've got uh, Hugh Sisson from Clipper City Brewing out of Baltimore, Maryland. We're going to get him on the horn right now at the break, and we're going to be talking Clipper City for the rest of the show. So stick with us. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters, Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. Yeah, beer, oh yeah, beer, 
the prices you get from the major homebrew shops but live on the wrong coast or if your local homebrew shop doesn't carry what you need or if you just want a shop where you are appreciated as a customer and treated like a friend head on over to the do-it-yourself brewing company at diybrewing.com they have an extensive selection and are bringing new products in on a daily basis in fact if you need something they don't have just let them know and they'll get it for you as soon as humanly possible check out all their products recipe kits winemaking supplies and specials at diybrewing.com with everything from Ferminators to Carboys, DIY Brewing either has what you need or can get it fast. At DIY, they're homebrewers helping homebrewers get what you need. Visit them in Rollinsworth, New Hampshire. Call 603-205-4168. And stop by DIYbrewing.com and get brewing. And during the month of October, get $5 off any $50 or more order with coupon code BN. Do it yourself with a little help from DIY Brewing. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Little break there and lots to do. I got Clipper City. I got Hugh Sisson on the line. I got to get to Hugh. I got Sully on the other line wants to talk to us. Sully, hang in there for one second. Let me get Hugh on here and, and make sure he knows that we're with him and uh, ready to All do this. Continue. At the tone, please say your name or the company the you represent. Oh, Hugh's then not there. press the pound the key. Uh, the Brewing Network. I have to press the pound key. How do I do that? I don't have a pound key. It's on You have not recorded your name. The uh, hmm. Sully, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sully, what's happening, brother? Hey, brother. How are you, man? What's going on with your phone system, man? I don't know. I'm trying to get Hugh on the line here. Shat's telling Huge. me everything's fine, and uh, I think Shat's fucking this up. He's asleep. I mean, it's probably me. It's but not I the phone system. It's the somebody. operator. Uh, it's not his phone. I'm getting a message on there, Shat. Are you calling that same number and speaking to Hugh directly? 
Not a message that sounds like Hugh? I don't know. I called up and it started ringing, and I were, so I hung up. I, I figured it's fine. I don't know, because I was asleep when <laughs> I called. Uh, Actually, I got Hugh here right now. We're doing a barbecue and... Uh, you guys are Make hanging out? All right, hang in there one second, Sully. Let me see if I... I got to get Hugh on real quick just so he knows that we're with him, you know. There's a ring. That's a good sign. The number you are calling has call intercept, a service that requires callers whose telephone numbers on the do other not line. appear on the caller ID. Oh, no, I see no, what's happening. Your, your, your call uh, our ID is all messed up from Skype. It's caller ID. Yeah. So I, he's not accepting phone. That's why he said it was the first time it rang. Okay, let me get done with Sully here. Uh, Chat, he's going to have to call us. So give him the 800 number and tell him to give me five minutes. We do that? All right, brother. All right, Sully, what's going on? Hey, how man? you doing? How All you right, doing? Great. Oh, you doing? Uh, what's the word, my friend? You know, I got to tell you, I had uh, some sort of timely little bits that I thought I could add to the show. But uh, I'm on, the like, the low bandwidth feed listening to the show. No. And you've got to get something to fix that, I mean. Well, why aren't you on high bandwidth? Well, I can't get on. It's like the, there's too many people on the server or something Oh, it's like that. full up. I see. Yeah, we got a lot of listeners tonight, actually. I can see that. So I'm calling in, you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, eight minutes passes. My bit is done. Oh, shit. I had a whole thing with, you know, with, uh, with JP and I. I was going to do this thing where, you know, we were in counseling together because, you know, he's so sensitive. Yeah, and you thought he was uh, that he was upset with you last yeah, week. Yeah, I was. I really did, actually. All these feelings. We texted it out, though. You guys texted it out? Yeah. <laughs> That's like a new form of it's yeah, modern it therapy. That and a little bit of spooning. And I've, yeah, I've spoon texted. Actually, I've uh, actually uh, had girlfriends, uh, had relationships with them, and broke up with them by texting. I see. You probably did. Ch- uh, 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 Sully, I would never be mad at you uh, for just showing up. <laughs> I don't care if you steal my. I don't care if your girlfriend steals my thunder in the chat room. I don't care. She did. She stole JP's thunder. That's what he was upset about. I don't care. I don't care. Or thunders is steel. Yes. Yeah. It's shat thunder. Oh, chat thunder! I meant. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Goodbye. Okay. Well, hey, you're going to be at Magnolia tomorrow, right? Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that you sounded like an 80 year old man talking about rock and roll earlier. It's going to be some rock and roll. You're talking about this orchestra and like all these people that were going to be there that they're in the Grateful Dead. There's like one guy or two guys that have played it. It was hilarious. Adrian (laughs) put on the bow ties, laughing hysterically. Yeah. What do I know? I'm high. I got that orchestra that Jerry played in. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> As, you know, remember that guy, Jerry? And you, you know you sound like an old dude when an old dude says you sound like an old dude. Yeah, that's a good point, JP's. Damn it. Anyway, I just had to give you shit for that. Thank you. I they watched the feeling. It sounded man. better. It, it would have sounded way better 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I understand. Our, my fault. Uh, looking forward to the new server. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Oh, and another point I wanted to bring up from a show you did two years ago. <laughs> When you had Vinny on and he said it about wet hop, you, wet wet towel, yeah. Hey, I'm not that listener. We all no. had that listener. JP, tell Sully you're not upset. I'm not upset. Can you use your serious voice like you did last weekend, though? Yeah, do that. I'm not upset. <laughs> it's such a different. It's like you're a creepy weird dude. <laughs> what you Look, guys it's like he's a creepy me, weird dude. Come on, we were hanging out for five minutes and he was gone like Casper. You took the candy now. You did. Man. You did run out. I wasn't even yeah. the the outro song wasn't even finished. You sprinted yeah, to your car. I was tired. I was gone. No, you had tissues on your face. <laughs> You oh, yeah, only because I sat too close to Chad, <laughs> if you know what I it mean. It took me a half an hour to even realize he was gone. Yeah. Doc doesn't care yeah, about you. I know. <laughs> Those things don't help, Doc. <laughs> I'm going to go shoot up in the bathroom. <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing. Well, I'm glad the antidepressants have kicked back in and yeah, you're back to normal. He's good today. 
I love you. <laughs> so I love you, too. You and I have a lot to talk about. JP's going to go tomorrow right up until about 5 o'clock when he decides he's not going to go. I've never been invited to this thing. <laughs> Holy shit, I I'm told you about it yesterday. You told me about it. You didn't invite me to it. You are such a lying fuck. Nope. I said get with Chat and McDole no, you didn't. because we're all going out. No. I'm turning you off already. Okay. <laughs> but I swear, I was waiting for it, too. So, uh, later, Sully. All right, out? Yeah. Out. Are you friggin' serious that you have to be invited? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, well, how many times do you have to hear, hear uh, oh, you're coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Oh. Well, you know, I didn't want to be that guy. I don't want to be get invited to myself. And then I'm sitting here, I'm hearing, going, hey, dude, are you going to the thing? Hey, are you going? Well, come on. I'm like, all right. I think I got Hugh. Come on, let's get out of here before JP gets here. <laughs> hey, Hugh, is that you? Yeah. Oh, finally. Nice. My friend, my apologies to you, sir. No problem. Better late. Yeah, that's true. I guess I, that's the first time that's ever happened. Your phone system blocks unknown calls. And, uh, Which is kind of nice. We're, it is nice. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. Except that we're an unknown call. <laughs> yeah, we are. So we've already started the interview without you, Hugh. Okay. And, and we've decided... Did uh, I say anything good? Uh, you said great things. We've also decided that your uh, your name going forward should actually be Huge. Huge? Uh, huge Saison. Be, huge Saison. <laughs> uh, <laughs> working you, in the beer industry, have you ever heard that before? Yeah. Huge Saison? Yeah. yeah. Is that a first? Uh, I think we kind of let that one go. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the easy joke, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. I always think we're original on this program. It turns out... We're old just, news. Let's just go huge and just forget about it. <laughs> well, Hugh, you, uh, we have a bunch of your High Seas series with us, and so that's why we thought uh, we could okay. we, we'd go with with huge. Uh, but uh, great to have you on the show. It's Hugh Sisson. Is, is, am I pronouncing that right, Hugh? That's correct. Hugh Sisson from Clipper City Brewing. They're out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And, and what an interesting brewery. I've been reading up about you guys a lot this week. Uh, and we're going to talk about the different lines of beers that Hugh does. If you've got questions, 888 Oh, actually, no, now that lines all tied up. You can only go to the chat room. Uh, hit the chat now button on the homepage and Bevo will send me all your questions. Hugh, I got email questions ahead of time for you this week. People are ready okay. for you, man. So they're, they're they're ready to go. All right, well, fire away. Well, I wanted to start with you and a little bit about the the brewing history of yourself and um uh, and then the Clipper City Brewery as well because uh, uh not to date you or anything, but you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, um the uh, I started in the in the pub side. Um, had I, I developed what became the first brew pub in sort of the Mid Atlantic area, um, and I started brewing there in '89. And then I left there. I did all the brewing there, and then I left there in '94 to start Clipper City, just to work on uh, on just you know just making beer and, and shipping rather than dealing with the restaurant side. So, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. It's been fun. Now, you guys, though, in order to be able to even have a brew pub in Maryland back then, you had to fight some legislation as well. Is that right? Well, yeah. We, we, uh, yeah, I was pretty instrumental in trying to get the laws passed that made brew pubs legal in Maryland. But that wasn't uncommon back then. Okay. I mean, I want to say, see, we started working on that project in about 83. And about, and about that year, I would venture to say probably... 30 of the 50 states, brew pubs were, were kind of illegal. So there was a whole lot of people who were intrepidly out there uh, trying to get the laws changed to make all this stuff happen. I and see. Uh, fortunately, most of us were successful. Uh, was it, dif- is it was that a difficult thing to do at that time? or, or was You the- know, it, it turned out to be much easier than I thought. Um, 
we put the legislation in in 80, I want to say 87, and it went through without a hiccup, uh, okay. which really surprised the hell out of me. I really thought that we were going to get shot down the first go-round. Yeah. Uh, and when it came out on the other side, I kind of looked over at my dad, and we were sort of business partners at the time, and said, well, I guess we better get this thing done. It would look pretty silly to get the law passed and then not get the job done. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good effort. Now we're not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I know that, for example, Dogfish Head in Delaware, uh, and this was even years after you guys had done it there, they had to do the same thing. Although the funny thing with Sam was was it was sort of accidental. Sam had picked a location, uh, bought the location or rented it or something, had all his plans to do this brewery, and then discovered it was illegal to have a brew pub in Delaware. And <laughs> had to go on this last minute campaign. Can we, pl- and they even called like an emergency hearing. Can we please pass a law that I'm allowed to do this? Cause if not, I'm effed. Like I just signed everything. I got money and I just found out it's illegal. Well, fortunately they got it taken care of. So that was a good thing. Exactly. Uh, so after that happened then, you actually opened Baltimore's first brew pub, which was, right. uh, Sisson's in, uh, 89. Yeah, it would have been uh, August of 89 we made the first batch of beer. It was a very, very long day. Um, I recall, I think we mashed in at, at like 7.30 in the morning. I think I got home at 11.30 that night. Wow. When I, when I got home that night uh, on the front porch of my home, uh, there was a large cardboard box that contained every piece of homebrewing equipment that I owned with a note from my wife saying, you will never do this in my kitchen again. <laughs> <laughs> it's one or the other, buddy. That's it. You know, yeah. Now you have the big toy, so you can stop messing around in my kitchen. <laughs> well, tell me about that. What was your history as a home brewer, and, and how did you end up deciding you wanted to be a pro? Well, I was not a, I was, I was not a very accomplished home brewer. Okay. Um, and I have enormous respect for those people who are good at home brewing for the simple reason that it's, it's, it's really tough. You spend half your energy trying to re-engineer the stockpot to turn it into something it was never intended to be. Um, for me, the, the, I was very interested in this. I wanted to proceed. I did some home brewing for a couple of years, not terribly successfully. But when we committed to doing, uh, brewing on a, on a professional basis, if you will, at the restaurant, um, you wake up one morning and you own $250,000 worth of stainless steel, you get a little serious about it. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that was really cool was for the first time in my, my career, uh, at that point in time, you know, I was making beer on stuff that was designed to make beer, so I could focus on learning the process as opposed to re-engineering the stockpot. So it was really quite an epiphany. All right. See, I'm thinking already. Not only do you get serious, but do you? Does it all of a sudden lose its magic too? I mean, are you? No. Con- that that was the cool part. Was once, as I said, once I could start focusing on the on the process. Uh, I mean, I'd wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, I'm thinking, okay, if I move this hop addition to 37 minutes instead of 34 minutes, and I increase it by a half an hour, you know, I mean, you're, you're playing all these kinds of interesting little subtle games. But the cool thing was I could run in the next morning, and I could do it, and yeah. then I could see what it was going to do to the beer, you know, within a relatively short period of time thereafter. And, oh, it was very exciting. I, mean, I, I, I loved the creativity of it. Okay. So we're always interested around here, and our, our listeners as well, uh, what were you doing to, to live before you got to do this, and and how did you make it happen? Because uh, you know, this was a while ago, so maybe it was a little less expensive, but it's an expensive undertaking. So um, 
What was your job, and how'd you make this happen? Well, I was. Um, well, I, I mean, I had no business background at all. I, I finished uh, my undergraduate and graduate degrees are in theater. Um, okay. See, I so like I was this a already. Graduate student, and uh, my father had recently purchased a small bar in the in a developing but not terribly sophisticated part of Baltimore at the time, and so I came up to run that to make a few bucks to see if I get my fanny out of hock from being in grad school. Okay. Um, and sort of one thing led to the other. So I mean, I was already. You know, in business, running a relatively successful restaurant. At the time, I got started to do this, but this was the restaurant had been patterned after English pubs. Um, we had been early on positioned the restaurant or the pub as sort of a, a, as a beer destination. I believe I was the first draft Guinness account in the state of Maryland. Really? Um, so, I mean, I already had a, an established uh, business or a quasi-successful business background by the time we pulled the plug to move flat out into brewing. Now, when I left the restaurant to, to start Clipper City, that got to be interesting because I had to go out and raise a couple million bucks in capital, and uh, that was a daunting task, and that sort of uh, was, a, was an education all over again. Sure. Uh, and and was that just kind of you know investors and hey I'm going to dive into this will you dive in with me or that was a lot of it uh, I mean there was some bank financing involved as well although I got to tell you for anybody who's out there doing it do as much with equity as you possibly can stomach because uh, debt service when you're in the startup mode is just brutal okay. Now, after a while, you, you stayed at Sisson's uh, uh, for a few years. I was there for 15 years. 15 years even. Good Lord. Right. The last five, is we, 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 we added the brew pub or the brewery the last five years I was there. Okay. So all right, So now I'm confused. The, the whole first part was not even... Uh, uh, no, the first 10 years of the brew pub was just, it was, it was a little pub that we, we converted into being a beer destination and we started doing beer tastings. And okay. Uh, I mean, this is you know, this is in the early days. I mean, I, you know, I had 120 different kinds of beer available at my pub in 1981. Wow, how was, was it then? How was it getting people? I mean, were people enthusiastic about that, or were you dragging people in to try new stuff? No, it was. Uh, I mean, it worked. It almost worked almost from the very beginning because, uh, you know, unbeknownst to to many of us uh, from the marketing standpoint or whatever, the uh, there was a market for it. It's just that the rest of the world hadn't figured it out yet. I see. How did you figure it out? That sounds like a very European state of mind, like you had done some traveling and found out about good beer and thought you'd bring it home. Well, that's kind of what happened. I was fortunate enough as a sophomore in college to study in England for for six weeks. And the, the thing that was interesting was I was, a, I was an anomaly. I was a college student that didn't like beer. Uh, and but I went to England and studied over there for six weeks, and I'm drinking this stuff in these pubs, and it's actually pretty darn good. And yeah. and uh, so that sort of changed the way I approached things beer wise. And when I ended up in the bar business, it sort of uh, that was what I that was what I liked the best. So that's what we patterned it after. Okay. So that, yeah, I mean, it did sort of have a European connection from the very beginning. Yeah. My 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 days in the theater 
have been following me ever since in one form or another. Is that right? Tell me about that. How does theater help you in the beer world? No, I'm just talking about, I mean, it was because of theater that I went to England to, to started to drink good beer, and from that point on, it's been straight downhill. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So it's not as if you're still standing on the bar and giving monologues to uh, your guests or anything. No, no, no. I don't do any of that, although I, I do try to do at least... 50 to 60 percent of all the tours at the brewery personally and and i have been told that i have sort of a flair when i do the presentation (laughs) alas poor pliny i drank him well yeah Yeah. well i've got just to let you know i got a full studio with me jamil zanishef is with me today and uh, my co-host dr scott and jp so we'll all be chiming in asking you questions especially when we get into the to the beer uh, portions and we're going to be tasting your beer throughout the whole show um, so you did that for a while, and then in, in was it 95, you decided, uh, okay, I'm going to move along? Well, yeah, at the end of 94, I left the restaurant. It took me uh, about a year to raise the capital and build the space. And then right at the end of 95, we released our first beer. Um, very, very difficult uh, learning curve moving from... You know, seven barrels, 210 gallons at a whack to 3,000 gallons at a whack, uh, going into packaging. Um, we, we probably made about every mistake you could make in the book. Oh, is that right? Uh, so it, it was really frustrating because, um, we knew how to make good beer, but we hadn't really mastered the concept of packaging it, managing it through distribution. So we made some nice stuff that had a pretty short shelf life. So there was a steep learning curve there. I I, I have to admit that uh, a lot of the products that came out in the first six months um, were definitely work in progress. Okay. What was your first beer? You remember? Uh, I think the first thing we did was our. Uh, we don't even make it anymore. We call it the classic pale ale. Okay. Just getting out of the pit. And then you guys also doing a bunch of uh, right off the bat. Uh, you were doing. Um, Brewing for others as well. You were doing. Uh, we got into contract brewing um, pretty, I guess, within about a year, year and a half. I mean, you have to understand the context was in the in the early '90s. The craft beer market had been growing just by leaps and bounds, and then we opened in, for all intents and purposes, '96. Yeah. Okay. And by by early '97, the market had completely flattened out. Well, the business plan that we had written to uh to start the company was no longer valid and you know i had a i mean i got a 50 barrel kettle we're working in 100 barrel batches uh i had a lot of capacity and it was very simple i i needed to fill that capacity in one way or the other or we weren't going to be around real long okay so uh so we went into the contract side and unlike a lot of other small breweries when uh, the laws in maryland are somewhat restrictive when I left Sissons, I could no longer have a pub affiliated with me. So, uh, you know, here I, I don't have a retail outlet. Yeah. Everything has to be uh, wholesale distribution, which is relatively small margins. And uh, we had more capacity than we could use. So it was, uh, I wouldn't want to repeat those first five years for, for almost anything. Is that right? Did it get kind of ugly for you guys for a while? Were you thinking uh, maybe? Well, I remember at one point turning to my investors and, and uh, I, I mean, I, I was pretty confident I could get us through it, which uh, in retrospect, apparently I did. Yeah. But, but I do remember at one time saying, well, it's going to get bumpy. Uh, I will get us through it. It won't always be pretty. Hang in. Right. Okay. 
and you guys stuck it out, and oh, yeah. uh, here we you are. Stuck it out, and we've done. Uh, we're, we're, actually, we're doing pretty well these days. It's. An, it's. Uh, I mean, the business is business is good. You and you're still doing uh, lots of contract brewing, right? Not much. We phased it out for the most part. We have one relatively substantive uh, contract customer that we continue to do work for. Okay. Uh, and other than that, I mean, at one point in time, uh, I think 75% of our business was contract, and now it's completely the other way around. 75% of our business is our stuff. Great. That's yeah. fantastic. Okay, well, I've got lots of beer questions for you in the three different lines, and, and we're going to get into that. Uh, I want to start. We're drinking right now your Uber Pills. Okay. Um, and I wanted to ask Jamil what you think about this beer. I, I just had a couple sips of it, and uh, it's uh, I think it's a unique pills. It's not um, – I, I wouldn't call it a, a bohemian pills. It's a no. little sweeter, but it's great. I, I think it's a really nice beer. Uh, Jamil, what do you think about that? that oh, no, no, I think it's really good. I think, uh, you know, you take your, uh, your pilsner and, and jack that up in all aspects. Nice hoppiness to it, uh, good clean malt flavor. Yeah, it's got a su- uh, a bit of a sweetness to it, but uh, you know, balance well, it's seven and a quarter end. percent. It is. Yeah. It's big. Or seven yeah. percent. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I think it's I think it's well done for you know, you know jacking up uh, your average pilsner to something that's uh, you know bold and uh, uh, very uh, flavorful and 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 nice all around. Yeah, it's well done. We've had fun with that one. The uh, we we probably were the company that coined the term Uber Pills. Okay. Uh, right now, you see a lot of people throwing the Imperial Pilsners out there, and and I think that they have merit. But it's one of those things where I think keeping it sort of uh, just sort of an enhanced version of uh, of a classic style, I think is a little more drinkable than going to the flat out. Let's just see just see how far we can push the boundaries. Um, but that's done pretty well for us. I remember when we got we got a medal for that, the GABF. Uh, I don't know, a couple of years back. Um, and uh, at the time, uh, I hadn't trademarked the term Uber Pills, which I actually haven't done at all. Uh, and I was standing next to uh, to Jack Jack Joyce from Rogue Brewing Company when uh, when we got the announcement on the award. And, and I've known Jack for years. He he turned to me and said, "Oh, Uber Pills, that's very good. Congratulations!" And then three months later, they had an Uber Pills on the market. I've had their Uber Pills. That's right. In fact, uh, theirs is the first time I heard the name Uber Pills, not with yours, to be honest. <laughs> well, they got a little bigger distribution footprint than we do. Uh, well, plus you, I'm on the west. You got to switch to huge for all in all these beers. <laughs> yeah. Everything should be huge. Huge, huge pills. <laughs> I like, I'm looking at uh, your website right now, and folks at home, you can go to uh, clippercitybeer.com. You can also link right off of my homepage to it. I got a a link there for our guest of the week. I like when you're talking about this beer, you say it's a Pilsner-style Bach lager. Right. And from the box that I've had, a Gordon Biersch Blonde Bach is one that I like a lot out here. Uh, A similar profile, and I think that's a great way to describe this beer. is kind of closer to a Bach than just saying, oh, it's an Imperial Pilsner. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's what I – I mean, that's kind of the whole thrust. Um, I mean, everything that's in the Heavy Seas portfolio is 7% and up, um, although we don't take anything really much beyond 10. And and the idea there is that that – we're really not trying to bump the alcohol as much as we're trying to induce a certain level of um, complexity and depth and complexity of flavor profile. So that's why we sort of have that 7% threshold. Okay. I, I, I think it's very similar to uh, Lebkowitz Prince, which is also uh, it's like a Czech uh, brewery that uh, 
does uh, kind of like a bold, big kind of Bach, like a like kind of like a Bach with, with you know with some more hoppiness to it. And, okay, mm-hmm. and I, I I think this is very similar. I think it's excellent. I, I think it's uh, well done. Yeah, I do like Thank this you. beer. Very clean, very nice. Mm-hmm. Do you got? Are you? Tell me how much you're brewing. Are you distributing a lot? You're making a bunch of beer every year. We make. Uh, we ship beer into 18 states now. Uh, we're still relatively small. We're about 16, 17,000 barrels all in, of which I want to say between 11 and 12 is our products, and then the balance is contract. Um, so we're still a relatively small company. Um, Nothing on the West Coast as of yet, and I don't see that happening anytime soon on a consistent basis, which is why I'm always sort of uh, surprised and, and uh, frankly, from a freshness standpoint, somewhat skeptical when I hear people on the West Coast who've got some of our beers. Like, okay, yeah. um, how did that get there? Well, ours was, uh, not to incriminate anybody else or ourselves, uh, personally... D- delivered? Was that an okay no, thing to completely say? completely legit. You don't have to dance okay. around anything. <laughs> uh, so I think, I actually, I don't think this has had any long shelf time except from where the person picked it up. I'm curious about something, and I don't know that I've ever asked anybody this. Uh, when we talk about distribution and, and people say, you know, I say, why isn't it here and why isn't it there? And they say, well, if you get me a distributor, I'd be happy to put it there. Well, why is it that you can distribute to 18 states, but none of those same distributors can say, hey, sure, I'll get you wherever you want to go. Just tell me where. Well, it's not so much a question of that. I mean, there's here's the way it kind of works. Okay. Um, let's say, in my mind, I think my beer should be nine ninety nine a six-pack on the shelf for consumers. Okay. Okay. Well, then I know what the what the standard wholesaler markup's going to be, so I can then I know what the standard retailer markup's going to be in theory, and so you back those things down, and that tells you, okay, that's what I can sell it for. Now I've got to factor in freight. Freight costs are pretty stiff, so as I get further and further from my home base, then in order for me to get my product on the shelf at theoretically a uniform price point across the country, I have to lower and lower my prices. Um, so all of a sudden, you get to the point where you're really not making a whole lot of money on the product. And let's face it, this is a business. Uh, so that's one of the considerations. The other consideration is, is uh, frankly, you're not going to be successful and you're not doing anybody any favors, distributors or retailers, if you can't provide adequate support for your products when they're in the trade. Yeah. So as we get further and further afield, it doesn't pay me, at least... I may be wrong, but right now it doesn't pay me to hire somebody or three people because California is so big. Sure, you know to work that market. I see. You know I'm not going to do enough volume there to make that make sense. So we're kind of growing, um, you know, in in, uh, in adjacent markets. We add one, we try to work it up a little bit better, and then slowly but surely add more pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, I can't say we'll never get out there. I would say it's probably pretty slim, I and mean, you guys got plenty of good beers out there. I don't know that we want to compete with them. Right, that's true too. We do have good, but I guess I don't. It's a, that makes a lot of sense, and I, I guess I don't think of it that way. When I think of, uh, I mean, even global commerce, and, and certainly U.S. commerce, I think of a truck dropping things off at a store, and I get to buy it from there, and right. not all the sort of in between. You know, there's a. It's it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah, uh, I mean, you really have to factor in. You know, you know another consideration. 
if if you can ship an entire truckload of product or a full container of product from point A to point B, that's infinitely cheaper than doing a couple of pallets. Yeah, sure. You're opening a new territory, you're not going to ship a container. You're probably going to ship a couple of pallets. Right. And then it might so there's, sit there's, on somebody's there's, dock. There's lots of things to weigh in the decision. I'm relatively conservative when it comes to a lot of these things for the simple reason that I've just learned. I, I would rather have organic growth. I mean, I'm perfectly happy to watch something grow a couple of points a year and, you know, water it and care for it and, and watch it sprout. Then uh, rocket ships tend to go up very quickly and then come down very fast. Shat likes to water his plants and care for them and make sure they uh, sprout nicely, too, don't you, Shat? That's right. <laughs> as long as they bud well, yes. Yeah. As his hop plants, of course. I'm speaking Very good. <laughs> All right, Hugh, I got a lot of beer questions for you, and I want to start talking about that. Uh, just before we go to the break, though, I wanted, uh-huh. I wanted to mention, um, for my own intimidation factor, you've been doing radio out there for like 16 years. Yeah, I've been doing a show that does uh, wine and beer reviews um, on the Baltimore NPR station. Yeah, for for 16 years now. It's just a little five minute drop in that happens a couple of times a week. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it, it's been a long time. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed doing it. It's given me the opportunity to to try an awful lot of good products. Gives me the opportunity to legitimately write off travel, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, where do you know where people can find that? You said NPR, but what's the show name? Or it's called Seller Notes, and and you're really not going to get it much outside of the Maryland area. Okay. I mean, we have we have a little bleed over into the uh, Pennsylvania market and into the DC and the Virginia market, but uh, it's mostly just a Maryland feed. Yeah. If you were already syndicated, I'd hang up on you right now, Hugh. Ah, uh, nah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's weeks away. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> now, that sounds great. So you're a wine guy, too, then, if you're doing uh, you know, shows about that. Well, don't forget, I got started in this whole thing, you know, in the beginning from the restaurant side. And when I was in the restaurant side, you know, if you, I think if you're going to be a professional in anything that you do, you need to learn what you're selling. So yeah, yeah. I got into wine early. I was into beer early. I, I'm a big single malt scotch buff. I like good good uh, bourbon as well. So... uh so yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, you know, You're when a I professional get finished working, I can change gears and uh, and uh, I thir- often do and thoroughly enjoy it. Doc's the same way. He's a dentist by day and a, and a drinker by night. <laughs> uh, a beer connoisseur. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, same and, a, and a liquor connoisseur. Same with Hugh. I evaluate. <laughs> a connoisseur. A connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Hugh. I have to take a quick break. Can you hang out with us? Sure. Okay. I got a lot of beer questions for you. If you want to get them to us also, you can join Beverly in the chat room. Uh, hit the chat now button Ooh. right on our main page. Beverly. And, uh, yeah. Not the real name. Yeah. That's, I must be, must be angry with her. Yeah. He hates me. Hang in there. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Did you know? 
that you can not only order from More Beer online at morebeer.com and receive free shipping on most orders over $59, but you can also shop in person at their two retail locations located in Concord and Riverside, California. In fact, the Concord facility has grown to over 15,000 square feet to fit all the new products, expanded showroom, and new knowledge center classroom. And now, in conjunction with the Brewing Network, More Beer is making it easier than ever to keep up on what's happening. Download the More Beer monthly podcast by clicking podcast at morebeer.com. You'll learn about More Beer's history, sales and discounts on More Beer products, get to know team members, and hear ways to save you money. They're also launching a brand new website soon with more features and a better online shopping experience. So go to morebeer.com or call 800-600-0033. That's 800-600-0033. Independence Day is all about freedom Family and beer and barbecues And not wanting to wait till the sun goes down Set fire to my first bottle rocket fuse So I blew up my nephew's Pokemon I guess I should have known He'd be pissed off at me when my brothers blew up my G.I. Joe. But I blame beer and fireworks, you know, family tradition. Beer and fireworks on the 4th of July. You can still hear Mama shouting out from the kitchen. Don't mix beer and fireworks or you're going to shoot out your eye. Egg began to float and the sky grew dark. So we brought out the box we bought across state lines. I still don't know which one blew up in my face. Cause I tried to light so many at one time. Through my one good eye, the ER looked like mashed meat. Soldiers wounded by cherry bombs and Hades and barley. I'm talking about beer and fireworks, you know, family tradition. Beer and fireworks on the 4th of July. I can still hear Mama shouting out from the kitchen. Don't mix beer and fireworks or you're going to shoot out your eye. Family tradition Beer and fireworks on the 4th of July I can still hear mama shouting out from the kitchen Don't mix beer and fireworks or you're gonna shoot out your eye White Labs is a leader in pure yeast and fermentation services, serving the beer, wine, and distilling industries from worldwide producers for more than a decade. 
White Labs has three all-new vials for you to pitch this year, home brewers. So fire up your kettles, fill up your fermenters, and get ready for Cry Havoc, the signature yeast strain from Charlie Papazian. This yeast can ferment both ales and lagers and is great for bottle conditioning, too. Second, a cream ale blend of ale and lager yeast strains. This blend creates a clean, crisp, light American lager-style ale. Last, a Belgian-style Saison ale yeast blend. This blend melds Belgian-style ale yeast and Saison strains to create complex, fruity aromas and flavors. Get complete fermentation quickly with this blend's spicy, earthy, and clove-like flavors. White Labs, your brewing partner for great yeast. These new strains are available now for home brewers, breweries, and homebrew shops everywhere. White Labs, it's all in the vial. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network, saving your life one beer at a time. Getting started around here. We've got Hugh Sisson. Hugh, aka Huge City Lights. Sisson on the line with us with Clipper City Brewing, and you can go to. Uh, let me make sure I get this right, everybody. ClipperCityBeer.com. You can link there right off of our homepage as well, and check out uh, all the beers that we're going to be talking about tonight. Hugh, you with us? Yes, I am. Everyone always wants to know what our guests are drinking while they're on the show. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. What, you, what, what beer you got in front of you? And what lie, beer you got in front of me? If you don't have one, lie. Uh, actually, I, I, I've been drinking our Balto Martson. Oh, is that uh, right? Yep. Uh, am I not mistaken, a gold medal winner? Gold medal two weeks ago and a silver medal the year before. At the Great American Beer Festival. How awesome huh? is that? Back-to-back GABS medals for that one. Chet, yeah, I was very pleased with that. Chet, do we have that one in our repertoire today? We don't. No, nope. we don't. We only got the high. Is that a high seas beer? No, that's one of our. It's part of our Clipper City portfolio. That's so. That's sort of more the local market stuff. Okay, our listeners know us really well, so they only sent us the high seas series, <laughs> uh, which is uh, oh heavy seas, not the high seas. Yeah. Right, heavy seas. Yeah, high seas is uh, different people around this uh, studio, not the beer. Not going there. Well, <laughs> thank you, Hugh. I appreciate that. <laughs> Let me talk about one of the beers we're trying right now because uh-huh. I had some a uh, couple of listeners email me questions about it already, and uh, we are drinking the Hop Three Ale. Uh, the Hop Cube, loose cannon. Hop Cube. You guys have done real well with that beer as well. That's my best-selling product. The uh, we do that. It's it's um, the focus there. I mean, it's a pretty big IPA. It's about seven and a quarter percent ABV. Okay. Um, the focus there is on aroma and flavor rather than rather than bitterness. I don't even know how many IBUs are in that. Really? <laughs> and I really don't even care. Yeah. Um, it's hopped at a rate of three pounds per barrel, and it's hopped three times in the process. So it's in the in the kettle, in the hop back, and then dry hopped. Hence the name Hop Cubed. Yeah. Okay. Um, which we did trademark, by the way. Good for um, you. So. The, the thing that's sort of interesting about that beer, and I'm always, people don't really understand this because IPAs were theoretically uh, originally created to give the beer additional shelf life, but IPAs are actually, or the big hoppy beers are some of the most delicate beers that I think are on the market because um, they oxidize very quickly. 
Yeah. So it's a little counterintuitive what people think. Okay. Uh, just because they're big beers doesn't mean they're going to stick around for a while. Well, what tends to happen is, I mean, a stout will age really well. Barley wines, dark barley wines will age really well unless they've been ho- uh, really hopped up. Um, oxidation, which is the number one, you know, boo-boo for, uh, for bottled beer, is, you know, requires two things. It requires the presence of oxygen and it requires the presence of oxidizable materials. The protein tannin complexes that come from a tremendous amount of hopping, especially if you're dry hopping the beer, are highly uh, susceptible to oxidation. So, consequently, if you have big IPAs, they will tend to oxidize a little quicker than, say, a nice imperial stout. Yeah, yeah. Now, let me tell you this. My producer told me that you didn't know a whole lot about brewing, and I think you just proved him wrong, my friend. Oh, no, don't forget. I mean, I'm not the brewmaster in my facility. Yeah. Uh, the guy who is actually was the brewmaster at San Miguel in the Philippines for about 10 years. So, uh, um, we San got a Miguel. Yeah. I but, recall um, the shark hunts off but Pago, except, Pago. But, I mean, let's not forget. I mean, I was a professional brewer for five years in the pub. So, yeah. I have, I have some knowledge of the science. Chat, I think you better call Hugh tomorrow and apologize. <laughs> I will. <laughs> My feelings are not hurt. So I'll just, Shat, send him some of your beer. <laughs> there you go. Shat actually makes some great beer himself, uh, and everyone reminds me of it every day <laughs> around here. Well, well, come on. Let's not be stingy. Send it forth. <laughs> yes, we'll have to do so. Are so, we distributing over there? Uh, our beer? Yeah. <laughs> we might as well. Uh, so the question I had about this, and I'm not sure you're going to have this in front of you, um, uh-huh. but uh, uh, a lot of homebrew listeners, the majority of our listeners are homebrewers, and right. they really wanted to know um, what the hop schedule is. And I know you've said about the three different, but they want to know what hops and what the schedule, they want the whole spiel, man. I do, I do not have that technical information in front of me right now. Okay. I know that we typically do most of our bittering is with uh, Warrior. Okay. But that's because the... Uh, I mean, the bulk of the hops that are going to be used in this beer are going to be in the in the late kettle, in the hop back, and then in the dry hop phase. We usually finish it with Palisade and Simcoe. Um, and Simcoe has become more more and more difficult to uh, uh, to come by, so we're using a lot of Palisade to finish that. That's an interesting. Uh, there's a one. little bit of Cascade, not a ton, uh, and there's some Centennial worked in there. And and you know, after I've told you all that, you guys just go have fun and see what you come up with. I've not heard a lot about a lot of brewers using Palisade. Where did you guys get that uh, idea to use that from? You know, I, I'm not 100% sure. When I do new new product development these days, uh, oh, there's my doctor. Yeah, mine um, does the same thing. It's fine. When, when I do new product development these days, for the most part, what I do with my staff, because these guys are pretty damn good. Okay. Um, is I just kind of go to them and say, okay, this is what I'm going to call it. This is approximately what our style I'm looking for. This is approximately the uh, the ABV. The and and I just let them go. Okay. And, they and uh, they're all smart guys and they got talent. So very rarely have they disappointed me. Well, most bef- things really only take a tweak or two after we get uh, the first batch cranked up. That's pretty good, I would say. If you're trying new beers, a tweak or two is not so. <laughs> that's a pretty good uh, track record, you know. Unless well, you live, we try hard. unless you live in Pacheco, then a tweaker or two is really bad. Yeah, those aren't good people <laughs> to be around. Tweaker. Uh, before I ask you the the question that that is sort of the question of the hour uh, uh-huh. right now for every show we've done is about whether or not you have difficulty getting hops for these beers now. Uh, before I get into that, Doc. 
Now I want to ask you about this IPA. You're not a big hoppy beer guy. We, no. We've talked about that before. Uh, don't let me sway your opinion. But this one is, to me, it's really clean and, and pretty mellow. I, I think what, he, what he's talking about, too, is he, he, they put most of the hop forward stuff uh, in the late editions and the, the dry hop. and it, So it's not got that. It doesn't have the strip the enamel off your teeth bitterness. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. It really doesn't. Yeah. So you got a big hoppy ale that you can drink. Yeah, what a and, novel concept. Yep. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's got it's got a lot of sweetness to balance it. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's. But I'd still it call is. it an IPA, even though well, it's oh, not yeah. bitter. Oh, yeah. it's, oh no, it's, it's definitely an IPA in style. But they, that's part of what we've attempted to do with this whole heavy season line is we're making bigger beers. I don't think these are what I would call extreme beers. I'm not even a fan of that term. But, okay. Um, but what we're trying to do is is create these really rich, wonderful, opulent flavor profiles that have, you know, tremendous balance and a sense of finesse, uh, so that they're actually big beers that are drinkable. Yeah. This and is that, that's the point. That's the, that's the thrust. This is very drinkable. Very drinkable. And you didn't you, you wanted to like boost everything instead of going the route of. Some guys take their their IPAs and just keep adding hops. Yeah, and they don't worry well, about you know the malt backbone on it. So a phrase that I've used often is drama is easy, finesse is tough. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that uh, uh. you know the focus, as I said, is is can you get the balance right? And I mean, obviously, I'm biased, but I mean, I think we've done a pretty remarkable job of getting the balance right. It is. It's it, a save the drama for your mama. It's very drinkable. Yeah. I mean, I, I could. You'd have another. I, oh yeah, definitely. And, and a lot of IPAs, I'll just have one, and I know it's a nice beer, and it's just I, I don't want another one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just not me. See, we find the same thing when I'm when I'm sitting in a pub. I mean, I can look down there. You know, you see people and they order something, and they, and they get the wow factor. But after the wow, they have to go on to something else because the palate's shot. Sure. See that to me. I, this is what I do for a living. You don't order the second beer, I blew it. That's my philosophy. <laughs> and you're right. And and we've talked about that on the show before too. That when you're when you're in the beer business, never you never mind just the the craft beer business. If people do not order number two and and, and certainly number three, even then you're done. Yeah, you uh, can forget. You said about it. before, it's a business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's not just a business. I mean, it's not well, just about the money. There's a lot of passion and pride the, and, and the, craftsmanship. But the passion that, peters out if you don't day, have it. I still got, I got employees. I got to pay. I got overhead. I got to take care of and a family to feed. Yeah. Come on, you're sounding like me. You got a dachshund that needs. <laughs> yeah, I got a dachshund that likes to bark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, a question I had, and it also came through an email from the listeners, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think it's a unique thing you're doing, at least the way you're marketing it. And that's what I'm curious about. You've got three, I don't know if you call them spin-off brands. That's how the listener asked the question. Okay. So uh, you got Clipper City Brewing, and then you've right. got these three different brands. I- I'm-, I'm curious how that came about, and I'm curious, you know, why don't you just title all the beers differently? What's the deal with the three sects? Well, the deal is... <laughs> is really relatively straightforward. Um, the company's called Clipper City because Baltimore was the home of the Clipper ship. That's where the f- Clipper ship was first designed. Okay. Um, we initially, our focus was just to make um, beers for the local market. So we had a couple of products that were under that brand name. We have the Pale Ale, the Gold Ale, 
the Martin is being moved under that, and then we have a, a beer called McHenry, which is a, which is another GABF medal winner. Great. Uh, which is a, which is our lighter style lager, and we really those beers are all locally named, locally focused. That they don't they're not going to have a market pull, if you will, much outside the greater Chesapeake Bay basin. So those brands do very well for us, but they're pretty just local. Um, from a business standpoint, we knew that if we tried to put some bigger beers under that brand, that didn't make sense because okay. uh, we were trying to do something different with that. Uh, uh, we also knew that from a marketing standpoint, having things that were tied to our ge- geographical area was limiting us. So we needed to come up with something um, that w- could stand on its own and then which gave us the freedom to make some of these larger styles, and that's where the heavy seas concept came from. I see. Uh, the Oxford thing, the, I was the first brew pub in, the, in, the, in this area, the first microbrewery in this area was a company called the Oxford Brewing Company, which was started by two British gentlemen, one of whom is now the brewmaster at Otter Creek uh, Woolivers. Oh, yeah. Steve Parks. Great organic brewery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, in any event, the Oxford uh, brand was a local competitor, and we acquired them, I guess, about 10 years ago. And so we've kind of kept that brand alive, uh, and we're actually going to reposition that product uh, that whole product line sometime after the first year, and we're going to make that our organic line. So we'll have the Oxford Organics will be the one area, and then we have the local beer brand, and then we have the Heavy Seas brand, which is sort of our regional um, or perhaps even beyond regional uh, product line. Wow, so, so you guys That's are... kind of the way that happened. I mean, I, I, and I think it actually makes sense because it gives you... Uh, the thing that I think you need to keep in mind about creating product lines is that Within the brand, there needs to be a sense of uh, of of wholeness and of belonging together. Well, clearly, everything that's in the Heavy Seas brand belongs together. The the Clipper City brands belong together, and yeah. the things which are going to be in the Oxford portfolio, by virtue of the fact that they will be organic, will belong together. So it gives us three distinct product uh, or marketing areas that we can we can look at. Well, I do like the part. I, I like that the Heavy Seas are together, and I like and and even the way you say it. It gives us reason to make these, and it gives us an excuse, and it gives us an explanation to throw a bunch of high gravity beers in one batch, yeah, and you right. and you give them an. I dig that. I definitely dig, and I want to know a little bit about the organic brand. And mm-hmm. now, and I've got a couple of questions for you about the organic thing. And but first, and uh, but no, first. no, I'm going right to them. I'm going straight okay. to. Why do you have a butt first, JP? No, or are you making fun of me? No, no, I was going to have a butt first, but now I don't want to do it. Were you going to butt first point out that Bevo did her first on-air yes. burp right in the middle of Hughes' very serious talk about his beer no, brand? But see, I was going to, I was going to say it uh, in more of a positive way, negative Nancy, and say <laughs> that it was on Hughes' very good beer. Yeah, that was her first on-air burp. Oh, it was. Bevo, good on you for your first on-air burp. Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> and and Hugh, she gave that to. It was right during your heavy seas um, uh, discussion, so I think it was also helpful. Actually, your, I, well, I'm I'm very flatulent. Flatter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I do have kind of another question, uh, if uh-huh. you don't mind. Go ahead, JP. Um, I noticed on on the bottles where it says uh, this here pounder. Right. Call a bottle a pounder. What's I like that. that. Well, why don't I don't get it? Like, what does it Pounder mean? is the name for a cannonball. 
Oh, is oh. it really? Uh, see, you guys are a clever bunch out there in Maryland. Look at that. Uh, see, now, is that something? Is that something everybody knows in Baltimore, or is no. it just us being Californians? No, it's not I think like it's a, more a question of. of uh, I, I'm always. If it's not a surfboard we or a joint, a we don't know about. All of a sudden, we look up one day and said, "Oh, you mean you guys didn't get that?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, that's I mean, half our example, show here. Yeah. Clipper Cities. I'm from Baltimore. My family is seventh generations Baltimore. I thought everybody in the world in this area would understand why we called the company Clipper City. Right. It's amazing to me the number of Baltimoreans who have no clue that a clipper ship was ever first developed here. Wow. So, hey, you know what? Okay, yeah. go figure. Yeah. <laughs> if Understood. I ever do it again, I'll change the name. Every uh, <laughs> It took me a year to figure out that when I was calling JP a douchebag, half the country didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> It's a very California. Not in these days. The hippies <laughs> took care of those. Yeah. When I use the word pounder, yeah, uh-huh. it's very different. It's, it's a usually, different. It's a different meaning. It's usually pounder. followed by I don't even know her. Yeah. <laughs> well, the uh, yeah, the other thing is that we like to refer to some of our bees, beers as being extremely poundable. Uh, as, uh, and I'll tell you yeah. what again, <laughs> again when I use that term. yeah and the two I've uh, had so far that's what I've been saying about how kind of clean yeah. they are even this IPA yeah. uh, a super bitter beer you, you don't pound you, you kind of sip you know yep. uh, or at least you know drink rapidly but you, these yeah they're very poundable thank you sir <laughs> could I have another yeah, exactly. <laughs> which ones were in, were in the variety packs that you got uh, uh, let's see we got uh, Uber, Uber pills, pills. Uh, we've got the hop cubes Right. Uh, winter, got storm, winter storm. Oh, you got the winter storm. Yep. Yeah. And okay, you did get the you did get pretty new stuff. And we got uh, the peg leg. And the right. peg leg, yeah. So, and and by the way, we're we're going to have them all. Uh, just so you know. <laughs> Go for it. And we're going to have them all during this program. That uh, also works as well. Cuz uh, they're poundable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh Okay. Wow. So, the organic branch that you're doing right now. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to, you seem like an honest guy, so I'm hoping you're going to give me the honesty. And and I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to ask me why? Well, I am. And no, because, he wants to ask how, how much. Well, two things. Uh, I, I'm, first of all, I'm going to ask, are, are you going to be truly organic? And I want you know, and, and that I think you won't lie about. Uh, who cares about that? We're going to make every effort to be truly organic. And and, and, and and let's get into it in a second. But, and of course, the hop problem is something you'll have to address. But but first, what I really want you to address is, yeah, I want to know why you're going or, or, organics. And uh, obviously, they're very marketable right now, and they're very popular. And I think it's okay if that's why you're going to make an organic brand. I'm just curious the, the reason behind an organic brand. Well, there's there's a couple of reasons behind this. One is purely business. Uh, okay. And it's not... Probably what you think, and the, the the thing is, my 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 local beer brand, the Clipper City stuff. Yeah, we know where we're going with that. We we know why we're doing that. We 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 can get our hands around that entire concept. That's easy. The Heavy Seas brand, we know where we're going. We know the personality. We know what we're trying to deal with. Oxford was an acquisition for us, okay. and it's kind of always been our bastard child. Really? And, and like our producer. The whole thing is there. There's there's a bit of a of a. I mean, you know, we make craft beer. There's there's always been sort of a, of a holistic uh, sentiment about the entire project, um, and you know, we've been kind of trying to find an identity for this product line that we own. 
Uh, and it just kind of began to make sense because it sort of it gives us the ability to spin something um, a little different. We can give it its own unique personality. We can put it into some other markets, and it gives us the ability to sort of go into a slightly more uh, a different part of the whole. Uh, for lack of better words, I guess I want to say the karma of the whole beer thing. Anyway, so. So we're looking forward to doing it. I mean, I mean, I don't know whether it's going to be a successful project or not. Yeah. But, but I, you know, I certainly hope that it is. And uh, you know, to sort of dovetail on what you were were intimating before, um, we are going to do everything that we possibly can to remain true to the to the sentiment behind the brand. Okay. I mean, we've already got the contracts in place for the organic malt. Organic hops are extremely tough to come by these days. So, you know, I don't know whether we're going to be able to fulfill that part of it. Uh, but we're, we're still trying to see what we can source. And if we can't source it that way this year, you know, then we'll look for contracts in the years to come to see if we can't be true to that part of the, uh, of the equation. I, I, I'm not, I mean, it is a business decision, but I'm not just doing this just cause it's not just about the money, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, I, I, and I mean it when I say I got no problem with the with the business deci- decision behind it. When I go to the Safeway, which by the way I try not to do, uh, but I, I love seeing that they have all their whole new organic brand out there. I right. know that every ounce of that organic brand is behind money, and it's because they're selling a bunch of it because idiots like me are going in there going, "Oh, I need something organic. Yeah. I want uh, a smaller potato for three times the cost." Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I am fully aware of that, and I just like. So, so the business decision is fine. Um, I just still just want to know the other thing behind it. It's good to know too that it was an a, a acquired brand of yours that you guys are trying to do good by and uh, and see how you can make it happen. You know. Yeah, I mean that. You know, I mean we've had it for ten years, so it's one of these things where I don't know. I mean, if it, if the project works, then then I'm actually very happy because it gives us three distinct business fronts, if you will, uh, to pursue. All of which have got completely different spiritual reasons for, to, for being, and that's kind of a fun thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we keep talking about the business aspects of this, but there's, uh, you know, there, the, this business will not work if there is no joy every day to get up and go to work. Agreed. So being able to create things which have got personalities that that you know you can live with and and sort of get to know over time. Is part of the reason for doing all this kind of stuff. Can you can you give one of those to Chad? Yeah, a personality that give we can live with, <laughs> we can appreciate. Hey, Chad, show us Create your personality. A personality. Just real quick. <laughs> there it is, folks. <laughs> That's his personality. They can't see you on the radio. Chad. You know, I'm going to make this comparison real quick, and I've done this before. I just haven't done it in a long time, so we've got to throw it out there. Uh, craft beer to me, it's like. Uh, you guys all heard about soul food, and I don't know if you know what's behind soul food. Soul food's not about uh, collard greens or uh, any other. It, it's not. Uh, it, if you ask somebody about what soul food is, it's actually about the the care and the love that's put into it, a little passion. It's being prepared by somebody who, with care, who cares about you, and they're giving it to you, and you're supposed to be able to take that. Uh, I think good craft beer. I'm sorry, I'm being a little esoteric here for a second, but yeah. good craft beer is the same thing. It's uh, it's made by people with that just they dig beer. Like they get up and they go, I'm making this because I dig it. And I think 
that when you go out and you have bad craft beer, it's a, for one of two reasons. And it's either that person jumped into professional brewing a little too early, a little before they were ready, or two, they are there to make money. And they, they, didn't, they don't have the other part of it that says, I care about that well, beer. Well, I'll throw a third thing in that equation, though. Okay. And that is there's a lot of times when you have bad craft beer and it's not the brewer's fault. Uh, maybe the it's a distributor. It can be dis- distribution. It can be poor product rotation by retailers. It can be sitting on the back of a hot truck. Um, yeah. I, I, these days, m- most of my brethren in the industry are all pretty passionate people. We don't we don't have. I mean, that may change because the industry is growing at a fairly high clip these days. Although that is probably going to change with the price increases that are coming. But it does seem like. Um, yeah, there's a segue for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But there's, uh, Thank you. but uh, but these days, most people who are in in this business, I mean, they're mostly good people, and this, they're pretty focused, and they they really do give a damn. So, yeah. um, so I, the 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 flyby nights and the newbies were were mostly probably cast out in the uh, in the mid '90s. And I was gonna. That's exactly what I wanted you to say. And I was thinking that 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 was. I've talked to a lot of brewers who said that was the downfall of craft beer in the mid '90s was everyone just jumping in for the cash and putting out shit beer because of it. Well, and that, that it, was certainly part of the issue. I mean, that was one of the reasons why. You know, if I look back in time, I mean, I opened Clipper City right at that point in time. Yeah. So if I had to pick the most difficult two or three years to have opened my company, it was probably then. You picked them. Yeah, <laughs> You're a smart well, guy, Hugh. I wasn't always known for my timing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If I can keep you for a little longer, Hugh, I, sure. Uh, here's what I want to do. I, I just got to take a quick break. I want to talk to you a little bit about the price increases and the shortages. We'll cover okay. that. Uh, we got another beer to try from you, which is the Storm, right? Right. What it is, Shat? Winter storm. The winter storm. Okay, we're going to do that. We got two more, and then I'm just going to fire off all. The, I've I've kind of been stacking up these listener questions because they're random. Um, okay, I'll just fire them all off at you. We'll get them answered, and we'll let you go have a good night there on the East Coast. So uh, if you can hang in there, we'll do that all when we come back. All right, very cool. So we got Hugh Sisson from uh, Clipper City Brewing. You can go to uh, and and you should do it. It's actually a really cool website, ClipperCityBeer.com. You can link there right off of our homepage if you want to check it out that way. And uh, a lot of information about all these beers that we're trying and different places you can find it. Questions should go to the chat. Hit the chat now button on our homepage and Bebo is in there passing Bebo. along to me. We're going to wrap things up with you when we come back. You'll listen to the session on the Brewing Network. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Valley Brewing Company is Stockton's premier microbrewery and family restaurant in the heart of Stockton, California, just off the Miracle Mile. Brewmaster Steve Altamari crafts a full array of award-winning ales and specialty beers from their classic English Mild London Tavern Ale to their Abbey Quadruple Decadence 12, and everything in between. And the best part is, Valley Brewing will soon be distributing their handcrafted beers so you don't have to visit California to try them. Check your local retailer in the coming months for fresh arrivals from California's Central Valley and get a 
taste of one of California's oldest brewing traditions. To find out more about Valley Brewing's historic past, their selection of beers, or family-friendly restaurant, visit them online at valleybrew.com. Or come on by and sample the beer at 157 West Adams Street in Stockton, California. Valley Brewing Company. With honesty and integrity, they offer great beer and a fun family atmosphere that you're going to love. One beer, then I'm gone. The ugliest women that I've laid eyes on got together and decided to come here. They're not pretty, they're not small. I don't give a damn at all. Tonight I'm only having just one beer. Yeah, tonight I'm only having just two beers. I don't mind the atmosphere in here. It feels so right, it must be wrong. I know I can't stay too long. Tonight I'm only having just two I just spent my whole paycheck in here I took a chance, I tried to dance I threw up and pissed my pants Tomorrow I'll walk on here Yeah, tonight I'm only having just one beer At least that's what I said when I got here It felt so right, but it was wrong I know that I've stayed too long Think I must have drank a hundred beers Well, I wished I'd only had one beer God, I wished I'd never come in here Hi, I'm Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Frecci and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher, longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park. What's funny is, brewers will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer. (laughs) You know? (laughs) The 
the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. JP just flashed us. That was disgusting. Yeah, well, you know, I like you guys. She wouldn't do that anymore. So did Bevo. That wasn't disgusting. It wasn't a real flash, though. No. JP really flashed us. Yeah. Bevo pseudo, had an undershirt. pseudo flashed us. Like that a was jerk. Yeah. Layer. I feel sorry for Sam. <laughs> All right, we got Hugh uh, still on the phone with us from Clipper City Brewing. Hugh, you there? Here I am. What are you drinking now, Hugh? Everyone wants to know. No, I'm still working on the Martin. There you are. What? See, we didn't get that in our pack, but that's the gold medal. It sounds really good. We were, however, talking at the break about this heavy seas sunken sampler that was sent yeah. to us. Uh, Hugh, you, sir, regardless of anything that's been said on this radio, so so all judgment <laughs> aside, uh, this sampler is a stroke of genius. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what a fantastic grouping of uh, high-gravity, tasty beers, man. Uh. I'm now disappointed that we can't go buy this over here, and I'm going to give my personal endorsement right now. Uh, Which that, means a lot, Hugh, so it, it says, change all your packaging yeah, if, to have uh, an update. If it's in your market, get the Heavy Sea Sampler. I, I wish we would have got the rest of the sampler pack. It's great. Did the guy take out what was supposed to be in here for oh, himself? Did he take something out? No, I think there are just beers that are available, Two, right, Hugh? Two, four, six, right. eight. We, there, no, there's, that's there's right. four different beers in, in each one. Oh, there is. So, no, we got what we're supposed to get done. Right. He didn't. That's why I put the then you're just teasing me top. with this label. Here. Yeah, the label on top lists all of the Heavy Seas uh, series, but right. they're not all in each 12-pack. No, I thought we no. were missing one. No, I don't think so. I do not think... You guys have beer soap. Yeah. I like that. It's cool stuff. <laughs> it's cool stuff. <laughs> uh, like I said, you guys can go to the Clipper City website. You can go there uh, by uh, right off of our homepage, and you can find out all... they got a bunch of merch and, and some shirts and some, uh, I think some glassware and then beer soap and... <laughs> All sorts of cool stuff. All right, Hugh, I promised I'd let you get out of here soon, so uh, let me just fire off some stuff. Uh, Go. Question of the hour is about the you know the hops and the shortages and the prices. You going to be able to make the same beer, or are you having to make some uh, adaptations? Um, we're we're going to be pretty good shape. I mean, we we're big enough, and, and we've had contractual arrangements with suppliers over the last couple of years. So, I mean, unless we completely miscalculate what our needs are going to be, which is certainly possible, yeah. uh, we've got enough. Su- supply is not going to be the issue for us. Pricing is, is another factor altogether. Okay. I mean, hot prices have virtually doubled. Yeah, and, and more in some cases. Well, we were, I think we, we locked in early enough that we're at the it just doubled range, which, gee, makes me feel <laughs> fortunate. If we're fortunate, it only had doubled. How sad right. is it that they have to think about how fortunate doubling is? <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's not a pretty story. Uh, you know, I'm figuring the price of a six pack is probably going to go up about a buck a whack uh, in the next two to three months, okay. which is, uh, you know, don't blame your brewer. It's just life. No, and we're all talking about that, too. It's the price of oil. Although, let, now let me ask you this, because everyone's talking about that short-term increase, but when you read about this problem, the shortage of the short term. Yeah. So tell me about what's going to happen in two years, because people say this is a two-year issue. Well, or three. from the hop side, I mean, 
assuming that these hop farmers decide that they want to increase their acreage, which would certainly improve supply, which would theoretically drive costs down, um, it takes three years before, uh, you know, new acreage is going to be able to yield much. So, um, you know, you have a problem where if they've had poor harvests for two years or, or, or so in in Europe, these people all have to buy stuff from someplace. Yeah, the euro is very strong. The dollar is very weak. It's very inexpensive for them to buy materials from here. So you have a supply and demand issue. Um, the the Chinese uh, market is growing. The Indian market is growing. So there's just more demand than there's ever been, and it, it's it's you know it's a perfect storm. You know what? I'm gonna like- people are gonna hate me for this. I'm gonna go out here. I hope not, I don't think I'm jinxing anything. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think the prices go back down, ever. No, it's like that no, gas look, price at the pumps. They, they never oh, go back down. It goes up twenty five cents, comes back down three. I, well, cause, go ahead. I think it'll used. come down a little bit, you know, in another couple of years. But I, I think it'll never be. I think a the buck prices 50 have been artificially low for the last couple of years, and I think we're beginning to see something a little, a little more approaching realism. So. More realistic, yeah. Um, well, and you know, he was talking about will they expand their crops, and I'm saying. Uh, with with organics and with um, a biofuel, you know, uh, no. The only way that they're going to expand their crops is if they get paid for those crops, and that's why I say not just the maltsters who are getting who would get paid more to to grow corn, but, right? But these hop guys, I just don't see them saying, "Sure, we'll expand our hops, and yeah, we'll go ahead and cut the price in half like it was two years ago." I don't know, right. man. Well, I'm I'm agreeing with you. So you know, more of the people I've talked I, to. Uh, most of the home brewers are more worried about uh, getting certain kinds of hops more than the price. Well, you know what? They should be. Okay. Because they're not going to get squat. Yeah. Because it's going to you guys. I mean, yeah. there, there's, Thanks, just, you. there's just not enough supply. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. The, the smaller brew pubs, the really tiny little crafts, I mean, these guys are, the, some of these guys are going to get knocked right out of business. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, you're one of the few people who have, have started to say that. Everyone has talked about how things have to change, but people are just now starting to say that that brewers are going to go out of business, and that if you're a new brewer about to start up a place, you got problems. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. You know, because uh, you're not going to be able to get what you need unless you want to bitter with Heather tips for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That should call yours. Maybe. <laughs> All right, let me fire some listener questions at you. And Go so, ahead. So we can get you out of here. And uh, just things that came through uh, both in the chat and they were pre-emailed to me. Um, is the Oxford Hef a year-round beer? It is now. It is now? Okay. Wasn't always? No, it always has been. And the, the question is whether or not it continues when we make the change. Oh, is that right? Right. The change being what? Go through the organic. Oh, to, oh, I see. So maybe not so much. Yeah, we're not. We haven't. The jury's still out. Okay. Um, are, are, can people find your beers in North Carolina? Uh-oh. Absolutely. You can. Okay, great. Um, people. Someone wanted me to ask you about your cask ale project. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We you, do a lot of firkins. You do. Uh huh. Firkin a bra. Do you do your regular brands and just and do them in firkins? Most of the things that we do in the firkins are either the seasonal releases or the loose cannon. Um, we do some firkins uh, occasionally of some of the beers in the Clipper line. There was a big um, uh, Cascale event uh, two weekends ago here in town, and we did a firkin of the Loose Cannon as well as a firkin of the Clipper City Gold. Nice. So it's nice to do those. We're also working on potentially developing a session beer for sometime next year. 
great. Like to hear it. Uh, okay, someone wanted me to ask you uh, about the Oxford Raspberry mm-hmm. and the process in brewing that beer. Everyone always wants to know about the, you know, using real raspberries extract. We use we use real raspberries. It's a um, it's a raspberry product that we source in Oregon. Um, it's bloody expensive. Uh, <laughs> we you make a base wheat beer of relatively pale color, and then the, about. Probably when that's about ninety percent completed, uh, primary fermentation. Then you then you uh, fold the raspberries in. You kick it with secondary fermentation, and then allow that to finish. And then you uh, then you can pack it. It's tasty, actually. Wouldn't mind trying that. Uh, yeah, it's a nice beer. That's one of the ones where I'm I'm trying to. We're right now. We want to continue that in the organic line. And I'm having a terrible time finding uh, organic raspberries. Uh, or uh, in in a format that we can use. So yeah. if anybody if anybody out there does that, please send us an email. Hey, and we kind of skimmed over real quick. You guys are going to try your best to get organic hops too, huh? Yep. Okay. And will you label if if they're not? Um. Or you probably know. not, only because the 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 if we're ninety five percent, we can call it organic. Yeah. Right. Once we once we've created the packaging designs. Changes in packaging designs are expensive. That's tough. And so, you know what? I mean, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do everything we can to work within the spirit. If for whatever reason we're not in any particular time, we'll probably, it's easier to put a, you know, a change on the web page yeah, yeah. than it is to change the packaging. Change the label. And you know, I'm okay with that, actually, because also the law basically states, uh, you know, it has to be organic unless you can't get it organic. And, and that's tough right now. It is tough. And anybody who gives it, actually cares about organics knows that. So I don't think you have to label it. I just was curious if you're going to do that. Uh, someone asked, will Clipper City be opening another pub since you closed the one in the pavilion at the Inner Harbor? Well, that actually wasn't us. That was another company called Capital City, ah. which is a D.C. brew pub chain. Those listener jerks. Yeah. No, no. They, they, uh, we get those kind of confusions all the time. No, Hugh, they're jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the... Uh, I don't know that I'll ever have another pub. I mean, I enjoyed that business, but it's... You know, I'm I'm sitting in a bar the other night, and the guy that owns the place is running around taking care of this problem, that problem, the other problem. And I'm, I'm looking at him saying, you know what? I'm okay with this. The okay. beer's here. I open the faucet. I pour a glass. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I have to deal with the rest of it. I'm okay with that. It's like magic. Yeah. yeah. I would much rather... Well, unless I was making a fortune doing it. I'd much rather know the owner of a good beer bar, I guess, than be the owner of a good beer bar. Which is why I keep hoping Doc's going to open one soon. Doc, you and me, dude. <laughs> because right I'm oh, thinking yeah. then, you know, that I can have carte blanche. Maybe Doc will let me wait tables or something. I don't know. And pick up on the, you know, <laughs> the Poop. underage uh, hostess. Well, Tooters. you should just let me do the hiring, Doc, and uh, we'll make things happen around there. I, you, know, you know, if I just turn it over to you, the <laughs> wife can't say anything. She can't. I'm telling you. Okay, uh, some more questions that came through. Uh, someone wanted to know if you have the power to get a new organizer for the Maryland Oktoberfest. He said organ. Uh, he said that there were lots and lots of people there this year and not a lo- not enough beer. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty heavily involved in that. We had, uh, yeah, it was not our, it was not our best showing. Let's put it that way. Okay. Right. We had a, we had a few guys who showed up with too few, not enough product, and it was an absolutely glorious day. We've never had an absolutely glorious day for that. And a lot of people showed up, and 
Yeah, we stepped on our schwanz a little bit. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Hang it low, you step on it. Although, by the yeah. way, if you can step on your own schwanz, you're in good shape. Uh, I'll just point out right now. <laughs> or you're like 95. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, and, and then, just speaking of being involved in festivals and things like that, uh, are you involved at all with local homebrewers, homebrew clubs, anything like that still? Sure. I, I started the first homebrew club in the area. It was called the Cross Street Regulars. Um, and there's uh, a couple of homebrew clubs that actually have their meetings at my brewery, and we sponsor on an annual basis. Uh, there's a guild of Maryland homebrew clubs, and we sponsor their annual holiday party on uh, the first Saturday in December every year Very nice. at the brewery. Love to hear that. Uh, do you have a prediction? These are all listener questions. Uh, do you have a prediction for the Steelers-Ravens game tomorrow night? <laughs> um, Steelers. Of course Steelers. it's the Ravens okay. by four. Ooh. The Ravens by four, everybody. Right. So uh, call Take your points. Call, call your me bookie. off the air and I'll tell you what I really think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, now, uh, our good friend and uh, one of our favorite brewers, Sean O'Sullivan of the 21st Amendment, he has his Coors Light. JP here has his Pabst. Pabst Blue Ribbon! What less than craft-made beer does Hugh keep in his fridge is the question. I really don't. None, Um, huh? Yeah, chat's chat's clapping for you right now. Good answer. Well, okay, let, let's let's. What was the last one you had in your refrigerator? That's a good question. Uh, God, um, well, probably, probably National Bohemian, which used to be a strong local beer, and and that not because I brought it, but because somebody brought it over here uh-huh. and didn't realize how much that was going to frost my shorts. <laughs> right. You know, I've had the same thing where I have a friend that just won't drink anything else, and when he comes up to visit, i got to have a couple of those in there. Yeah. And I get really frosted when he doesn't finish them all. Right. Because <laughs> then they just sit there and for just sit there, i got to look at it. Right. <laughs> all right. Um, now, you mentioned uh, maybe an upcoming session beer. Uh-huh. Question uh, from a guy who went on a brewery tour, and, and, right. he, and he liked the brewery tour a lot. He said you mentioned that. And he when you mentioned the session beers, you mentioned them being with the malt complexity of the Heavy Seas line. No, it'll never happen. No, he misunderstood me. I ah, said I, I, I wish if I could make a beer that had the malt complexity of the Heavy Seas at 3.5%, I would do it. Okay. That's right. not possible. Yeah, that is a tough thing to do. Although, I will say this. We're going to have uh, a couple Utah breweries on, I'm hoping, in the next month or two. And I was pleasantly surprised at their 3.2 beers and really? some of the malt complexity they were able to achieve. Because they have to. And nothing like these heavy seas. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong. But they were not thin beers. A couple of the yep. the, the ones that were done well were not thin. Yep. And right. I want to know about how they're doing that. Cause Necessity it, is the mother of invention. Yeah, exactly. And it's pretty impressive. This, some I thought of the that was things your mother. They've been oh, cool. Well, maybe I should contact them before we do this project. It, yeah. You know, you, you might want to think. I'm telling you, uh, like people like Squatters. Squatters had some great malty beers on tap. And mm-hmm. another one, um, oh, what's that? Oh, I feel bad because it was a great brewery. Was it Utah Brewing Company? Oh, shit. And it's with a U, too. U, too? Utah is what you're trying to say. It's that desert town that's great for outdoor activities. Down- oh, man. Boise? No, I feel, I feel awful. It was. It's a, it's a great brewery. I'll have to make it up to them. Yuma has a wall. Anyway, they're doing good stuff there. Okay, a uh, couple more things I had here. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, how about just lastly, this person wanted you to talk about uh, your GABF medals, and we've mentioned it briefly, but uh, mention it again. Um, well, we had we got we got a two for this year, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, our McHenry Lager, which is the lightest beer that we, we that we brew, got a bronze in the American Lager category. Uh, and then, of course, the the Baltimore Meritson got a a gold this year in the Vienna category. Uh, it got a silver last year in the Vienna category. They they awarded no gold last year, which always sort of stumps me. I don't know why anybody would do that. That's kind of weird. Oh, this was the best one, but you only get a silver. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Bob. I hate it when that happens too. Although you got to respect that. I don't know. Actually, that's just weird. They say nothing's worth a gold. Right. That's you know. So, uh, but I mean. You know, for us, it's kind of it's kind of nice to get two years in a row in the yeah. same category, be the top one. Yeah, I think that actually says something. I mean, it, the, the whole thing about the GABF is it, it's it's such a crapshoot. Yeah. I mean, they 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 need to change the format. They need to go to something along, more along the lines of a, of a point system. And if your beer falls between a certain point range, you get a bronze and yeah. a silver. In it. Because I mean, for example, in the IPA category, I think there's 130 beers. You can't tell me 40 or 50 of those beers weren't great beers. Yeah, that's a lot of beers to be entering to not find a gold, isn't it? Well, I mean, to, to limit to only three medals. Oh, I see. So, so you know, oh, what really? I'm saying if is 40 to 50 of those beers deserve recognition. Oh. So if you get a certain uh, point range. Yeah, but yeah, how so could if you're you... like an 80, 80 to 85 to 90, it's a silver. Or, you, know, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, but you know what? Then you still end up with you, you got to place a top three, and then what? Everyone else gets recognition. You still end up with like a bunch of people saying, well, I was recognized with it. No, no. I'm saying if, 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 you, if a numeric score... Let's say it's an 85 to a to a 90. Yeah, that's that's a bronze. If it's a 90 to 95, it's a silver. If it's a 95 plus, it's a gold. I see what you're saying. So, rather than just moving beers along with well, rather points. than just saying, hey, there there was only three medal winners out of 120 IPAs. I see. Okay. See, okay. It, it, so in my mind, if the point is to promote the, the the emerging quality of the American craft beer movement, yeah, and being able to sit there and say there were 2,700 beers here. Six hundred of them deserved recognition. Yeah, that's a statement. I see what you're saying. Although I gotta say too, especially since it's the Great American Beer Festival, it's the American way to have winners and losers, and <laughs> none of this tie bullshit. Like this is what I hate about soccer is that they have ties. Yeah. There can't be a tie. Someone has to celebrate and someone has to cry. Oh, and well. to me, you use sudden death over time. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'd go with you, Hugh, if, yeah, they passed all of those along, and then there was a sudden death overtime for who gets the medals. Now, well, see, I don't mind if they did that, and then there was one super winner of each category. Yeah. So the, the Uber beer. Now, there you yeah, go. Right. That I could, now, that I could do. If there was a like super a, winner, and like then, yeah. Yeah, like a best of show in yeah. each category. That'd well, be you could of, do a best of show, or you could be kind of a say, cool okay, there thing. were... 40 medal winners in the IPA category, and uh, the platinum went to X. Yeah, yeah. I get, uh, uh, that I'll give you. But as long as somebody celebrates and somebody cries, that's what, okay. that's the American way. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, you know, yeah. it's, it's just how things have to go. <laughs> All right, Hugh, uh, that's the questions I have uh, from the listeners. I did have... I guess there's only two questions here, right? Oh, now there's four. We do a little, <laughs> we do a little game here called Stump the Brewer. Okay. And I told the listeners we could play at the break, so let me do it real quick here. Uh, Stump the Brewer, do we got a prize 
Jip or Shat? Can we give somebody Talk to Shat, I mean, you know. Shat, will you take care of the price? Sure, we got a T-shirt. All right, whoever stumps the brewer. Um, so here it is. T-shirt. If you're stumped, <laughs> they win. If you're not, they don't. That's the okay. only deal. And, and these questions, by the way, could be about anything. They get crazy. Um, what is this? What state is Clipper City available? That doesn't count. That's not in the stump the brewer, is it? No, that's a go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, you, you're not stumped. And this one is arbitrary. It's just they want your opinion. All right, I'll ask you this one just for fun. Uh-huh. Uh, what would your desert your uh, desert island beer be? So you're stuck. You have one beer. You can't well, pick it your own. Well, it would have to be one of mine. <laughs> yeah. See, um, yeah. Uh, you can't do It would that. probably be the loose cannon. The loose cannon. Okay. I'll let you do it, I guess. Um... <laughs> Okay, what's the uh, first foreign beer to be sold in Germany? Good job, Bevo. Thank you. The first foreign beer to be sold in Germany? Yeah. In what in what time frame? Uh, ever. Ever. And this is this is some uh, this is the, I know this beer trivia. Well, is this the whole uh, Sam Adams Jim Cook shtick? We'll give it to you. That's the shtick. Uh, are you not buying it? I'm sorry. That's the answer. Yes. Okay. At least Am the I one not we buying? No, yeah, I'm buying you? it. Oh, okay. It's a brilliant move on his part to do that. Okay. Yeah. So not stumped. He got that. Um, what was the date? Hmm. We'll see how well you know this because I might accept this loosely. What was the date that prohibition was enacted? 1919. I'll take the year. Sure. And what was then the date it was repealed? Uh, well, that would be 33. You talking about the Volstead Act? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Not stumped. Uh, everything else was arbitrary questions that have uh, loose-fitting answers. The brewer was not stumped, my friend. Not stumped. Yeah, congratulations, Hugh. Uh, See, I'm trying to preserve your wardrobe, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it, yeah. We would have given the shirt off JP's back. Uh, no, they don't get one more. Bevo, tell them they're too late. Uh, they I want to hear it, though. Here's what happens is they go on forever until you're stumped, you. So we'll just... Uh, we'll <laughs> They'll ask right you the molecular weight of cobalt. <laughs> they will. All right, listen, I want to thank you very much. I know it's late there, and we kept you for a long time, but uh, great talking to you about Clipper City. Well, pleasure was mine. All right. Thank I'd you. Love to have you back. Love to have one of your brewmasters back, too, and uh, and talk about what goes on there daily in the brew house. And the processes well, and everything. Send me another email, and we can set something up. All right. Great. Let's, let's do that, and, and keep us up to date of uh, when things are going to get to California, because I'll tell you what, I didn't try a beer here tonight I didn't like. Cool. Oh, um, excellent. I'm, I'm doing the stout now. It's excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's done more in the English style, so it's it's... Yeah, smooth and drinkable as opposed to uh, grabby by the nuts. Yeah. Is that the peg leg? The, and I, I like the English style stouts much better. Hey, Hugh, how about that barley wine? Remember you were talking about that beer oh, review cool by stuff. Celebrator? Below decks. Oh, you want to uh-huh. do that real quick? The beer I guess review? They the didn't JP like it beer. on the East Coast, but on the West Coast they loved it. What was so that they, about? Yeah, the East Coast revised their opinion. <laughs> oh, really? <They've laughs> That's a good way to put it. They've since yep. decided it was good? Yeah, they 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 finally figured out that geez, maybe we were actually onto something. <laughs> I, so what happened? They basically tried it and said this is not a barley wine. Um, it wasn't so much a question of that. It's just they didn't get it. I mean, it was an English style barley wine, and they were the, their point of reference was purely West Coast. Okay. And I liked the West Coast, but we didn't want to go there. Uh huh. And uh, so I mean, a lot of the geekdom just didn't get it, but they've gotten it now. I see. Well, that's good to hear. Because you gave them more geekdom to to deal with and. Between right. the West Coast and the English style barley wine. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's geeked him right there. What happened? You Tom Tom Daldorf at Celebrator gave it a good review. 
Yep. Yeah, he's a good dude, uh, and, he's, and he tastes a lot of beer, so uh, you get a little A-plus in that mag, and you're doing all right. Cool. So, All right, brother. Hey, thanks very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We'll see you, Hugh. Take care. All right. That's uh, Clipper City Brewing, and uh, check out their website, like I said, because it's a cool website. You can go to clippercitybeer.com, and it's also on our homepage. You can click on the link right there and check it out. Uh, I like Hugh. You know, uh, I don't. It certainly wasn't. I like Hugh too. It wasn't the the geekiest <laughs> beer show we've ever done, but Hugh's a straightforward dude. Yeah, and oh, uh, he painted the picture well. For a lot of people, want uh, questions about how do I start up this? How do I go pro and that? And it was pretty much focused a lot on that. Yeah, and, and answered a lot of those questions. Where we get a lot of the brewmasters who I make beer. Yeah, true. And they that. can tell you every little nuance into that. So it's it's either or a lot of times. I also like that he said. <laughs> We made every mistake in the book. And for me, like, I, more and more, I need to hear that stuff because it's what I'm doing. Because you make a lot of mistakes. I am making every mistake in the book, whether it be the, the, the beer thing I'm doing or the radio thing I'm doing. Everything I'm doing, uh, I'm making a shitload of mistakes. Breathing. And it's so easy to get discouraged, right? And so you hear guys that are successful like that talking about how we started this and it was effed and we didn't know what we were doing. Right. But we put it on the shelves. And... And we learned, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if if you think about it, and we're still here, you're not going to listen. You're going to hear from the guys who made a bunch of mistakes yeah. and kept making them, and then they didn't stopped. learn. They disappeared. Yeah, they didn't learn to talk from, to. They didn't learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. So. How about the sample pack? Fucking amazing. Uh, Whoa, Chad, watch your language. Yeah, great. The heavy C. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't say sample on language. I wish yeah. I could get a sample pack like that around here. Can I have some? Yeah. some I'll uh, let you sample my pack. Can I have some peg leg? I want to try. Yeah, you that. can. Hey, uh, Bebo. Uh, oh, you stingy fucks! There's two bottles there. I just got two sips. That's what you gave me. Thank you. Four sips. You want bevos? Uh, yeah, did she? They said peg leg. So you know, I, I can let you have some of mine, but my tongue's been in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to tell. No, no, no I got some. I'm good. Bevo's tongue's been in there, so it's all right. Tell me who's on the phone. Here's Ooh, what we're gonna do. Can we're, I gonna, that? Uh, we're gonna take another break. Maybe I might take this phone call first. But uh, well, we will come back. We'll do a little more show for you. We got to get out of here soon. But uh, I wanted to open up the phone calls. Uh, last couple of weeks, uh, people have been calling in the right in the kind of middle of the of the interviews and trying to keep them focused, yeah. especially because we got these East Coast guys 10:30 out there. Hey, yeah. I'm going to sleep. I need to ask a question. Yeah, so Yo. the phone lines are yours hey. when we come back. Ooh. And um, I like these ones. You can, if you want to talk about anything, that's fine. If you have questions about you know, some of your brewing, uh, last year, I, uh, not last year, last week even. Ooh, not, not or if you can dial and not talk, that'd be good. <laughs> Let Bevo decide. Last week, someone was hanging on hold to talk about their Kolsch, and we got well into just digging around. We <laughs> opened up that um, that that <laughs> lemon juice or whatever yeah. it's called. The really tasty stuff that BC spent a lot of time. I think the dude making. sat on hold for like forty five minutes, <sighs> and I never took it. We ended the program. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So if you have any of those, uh, you know, come. I was through. melted. So it's starting already. We'll take one before the break. How about I that? I just melted this chair. I've got Normorse on the phone. He wants to tell us about a beef with the Red Hook people. What's happening, brother? Oh. Hey, what's up, guys? Who are we talking to? This is Normorse. Uh, I just cut a beef. from Seattle. Seattle. All right. What's your beef, man? Are you wearing flannel? Right. What's that? I said, are you wearing flannel? Uh, actually, I am. <laughs> that's, completely, that's completely random, but you're, I am. Because yeah. you're in Seattle. Good call, Jim. I bet if we went in your closet, we'd find flannel. Grunge <laughs> is alive and well in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. No remorse. Go for it. 
Okay, so here's the scenario. So uh, I've been looking forward to going up to the, the Red Hook Brewery for, for about a week. You know, I'm bitching about it with my wife, whatever. We go up there, hang out at the bar. Um, we do the tour at 5 o'clock. So we're going to the tour, and um, the tour is about 150 people, 100 of which are all... Uh, like a it's like a bridesmaid party or a bachelorette party, you know, because uh, nice. the Red Hook the Red Hook Brewery is at the end of um, a winery, so everybody goes to the, the free wineries and uh. they get all loaded. I guess last week they had somebody who threw her bra off and like she got kicked oh. out of the tour, and we're, we're all huddled into this like small How room. Would you get window. kicked you off see, of like, a tour for that? And I'm not yeah. seeing a problem. What's wrong here? with that? I know I'm no, thinking... no no no. It, it's it's good so far. Oh okay. Oh. We can see the mash tuns through one window. You can see the. Uh, the fermentation room, they have about 56, um, you know, huge fermentation barrels. And can you see the lactation vessels? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Can you see the lactation vessels? Yeah. No, they got thrown <laughs> out. Still talking about titties? <laughs> Go on. Well, I mean, this ends up with me getting thrown out, so this is a good story. Oh, okay, good, Ooh, good. Okay, it is getting better. <laughs> so uh, the, the guy is um, is giving the tour, and he's, he's telling him, we don't leave this room the entire tour. It, it was it was so dumb. And he said, well, we weren't going to even observe the entire bottling process. And everyone was kind of rolling their eyes. But um, he asked me a question. He said, you know, what makes a craft brewery a craft brewery? You know, And, and I, I answered the question, but I asked it a little bit late. So he, he tells me, he said, um, well, would you like to give the tour? And I, I was like, excuse me? He's like, well, why don't, why don't you just give the tour? He was, he was being a dick to me. Why? So wait he, a minute. Wait, wait, now you're missing something here. Because he, he, I don't see what, how it went from what put, makes a craft brewery to he starts being a dick to you. What happened in between? Well, you were mouthing well, off, weren't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> what happened was is I, I, I didn't really answer the question, and then like five seconds later, I answered the question. Oh, and he was already and, uh, talking again. <laughs> so you were like you were like talking over him or something. Well, You're a heckler. Sort of. Okay, all right, that's all right. Go. I just want to get the picture. Earlier in the tour, I had complained because everybody was talking and they didn't really care what he said. You know, okay. And I, told him, I said, "Wow, nobody really." Because they, they were just there to drink the free beer. They didn't really care about the tour. Sure. And. uh so I answered the question, and he's like, oh, would you like to give the tour? Great. And then he, he, he told me, he said, I had two options. Either I leave the tour, uh-huh. or I can't drink any more free beer. No kidding. Yeah, and I told him, I, I just looked at him kind of like, and, and already at this point, I knew I knew more about beer than this guy. Sure. And, and there, was, there was a couple of people there who were kind of rolling your eyes, like, oh, or whatever. Oh, I would have lo- um, said, fuck yeah, I'll give yeah. this tour. Oh, I, I, I would have been right yeah. there. Step oh, aside, I don't need any of your shitty beer, yeah. but I'm going to tell how I'm going to make your shitty oh, beer. I would love that question. Would you like to, to give the tour? <laughs> Absolutely. So, so uh, the, the tour goes on, and I'm kind of like, everyone's looking at me like, wow, is this, is he serious? Because, I mean, he was he was a dick. Wow. He was an outright dick. A was Nazi. Like, is he really serious? It, so whatever, I just stand there, and they gave out their winter hook beer, which I think is crap anyway, so I didn't give any of that. I like And I got a line for the IPA, and he kind of hassled me. He's like, okay, well, I'll give you some beer. Well, there was this girl there with a party of like 15 people. It was her birthday, and yeah. she she blurted something out, and he kicked her out. And he's like, leave. Wait, and what? Like, did, wait, she, what did she do to get kicked out? She blurted something. She, she blurted some because he he was asking questions the entire time, and when people would ask the answer the questions out of turn, he would just kick them out. So he kicked her out, wow. and like all of a sudden, like she left, but he didn't realize there was like 25 people with her party. So like 25 people left, like a quarter. <laughs> oh, <of the> two- <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. But he obviously uh, didn't care. Like that, that's you know that's bad press right there, uh, because those twenty five people are going to go out there and have some bad press. And now you're bringing it on the world well, wide now, web. Now here. hang on a second. Hang on. There's first of all, there's always two sides to a story, and I'm true, putting true, a, true. I'm putting a couple pieces together here. You've already said that nobody gave a shit about his tour, so they were all talking and having a good time. So already he knew. I don't care if all these people leave; they're just here for the free beer. They don't true. care about the tour. But so, he's also said that 
you knew more about beer than he did. Well, so obviously he's not. I'll a beer give you dude. that. I'm saying that once the beer guy speaks up, that so far to me, Let's loo- that was loosely his, call him a beer guy. So far to me, that was his only dick move because. Already, like, if the whole tour could give a shit and they're there for free beer, I'm with him. Throw her out unless she's, like, showing no, moves. No, because that's not, cause that's not his job. His job is to give a tour. His give job a, is his give j- a tour and his, pr- promote Red Hook. His, I disagree. His, if his job not, is, no, his job is not to regulate. He's not yes, the, 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 sure not the beer not. Nazi. Uh, well, yeah. Well, his job is to give a beer. beer. You know, no beer for you. If he's giving a tour and that's his job. And no one remember. and no one gives a shit about the tour. Yeah. Then he's doing his job by saying, "I'm going to go ahead and weed out the people who care about the tour that it's my job to give, no. and let the rest of you go ahead and do something else." No, he's well. Here's the thing: you have to remember, this tour is on the end of about six or seven wineries. So, like, like you, you're saying, you know, nobody there really cares. Everybody was just getting drunk on all the wineries, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? Let's go to the brewery." Exactly. You know, like said, it was but, 75% women, and. I don't ever want to be anywhere that's associated with a bachelorette party unless there's going to be like an orgy or something. But I mean, that's all what you're making, buddy. That's true. I'll give you that too. So, so whatever. But this is how it ended. So, he someone asked a question because they were talking about the Longhammer IPA, Uh which he said was the number one selling IPA in all the grocery stores across the country. Across the country. I I like it, but whatever. He asked what makes an IPA an IPA, and he answered the question wrong. And he had talked about the history, so I corrected him. And he he said, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. He could tell he was wrong, but he was correcting me. And Uh then, you know, I just left. And I was like, whatever. So I went down, and I talked to the management, and I lied to him and told him, you know, I told him, oh, I work in the beer industry. And, of course, I don't. But But you you listen to it, and you play one on the radio. You needed the credibility. Little does this guy know. He just offended somebody who's going to talk to, you know, on the radio show and totally out him. You may you but, may not uh, you may not work in the beer industry, but you're a cog in the wheel of the beer industry. And that's more important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I talked to their management. They were all surprised, and like my wife and I are sitting there, and I'm eating my ESB bratwurst and drinking my 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 cask conditioned ESB. Which the bar staff and everybody else at the brewery in the restaurant was they were amazing. I don't want to diss the brewery. Okay, but uh, they pulled. I see the guy get pulled off, and he comes out to me like, "Hey, what's up, buddy?" Like you know, not even realizing he pissed me off, and I almost got kicked out of the tour. Oh. Totally didn't phase him. I see him getting his ass chewed out by you know by their management. He may have well lost his job. Wow. And I'm just sitting there, you know, enjoying my beer and my bratwurst, like, whatever, you know. Well, you know, he, he should have, the exact thing you say, he probably should have lost his job at that point. His idea of throwing people out is not cool. He's a liaison to promote good feelings, good beer towards uh, that whole brewery right yeah. there. Yeah. But if there's a bunch of bitches just talking shit the whole time, I oh. say get rid of them. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever... Well, what it was, hey. she, just said, she just said one thing, and it was her, it was her, her birthday party. He even knew it. She said one thing. Yeah. He's like, you're gone. Crazy broads. Uh, you know, Obviously, what she didn't say was, do you want to see these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess last weekend, somebody took off their bra. And they got kicked off for of that, too. I would have been like, you know what? You don't get kicked out for that. No. That's a private tour after You put that. them at the give front you, of the tour. Give you more IPA for that Yeah, one. you say, would you like to stand up here at the front of the tour? <laughs> <laughs> you did. Would you like to give the tour? Yeah. <laughs> and and that, That's it. who that question should have been uh, yeah. directed towards. It's, it's going to be a little dark down here. We need some headlights. Yeah. I mean, the special tour. Napa is really close by here and you see him pull up in this big bus with all the people that you know big drinks bust. oh they drink uh, uh wine with screw on caps but they all file out of there for their free wine tasting oh, yeah, yeah. they know nothing about wine but they're treated well yeah yep yeah uh, they're not treated like uh but not if they're all hammered and stupid they're all hammered and stupid well these girls show up in the limo you know they were going from winery to so whatever but I you know what so they, what they, 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 yeah all right 
Although in your like case, that, I, like I might throw you out. Did you leave in the limo? Yeah, did you go? No, he was with his girlfriend. Oh. He couldn't leave oh. in the limo. I left in a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for the call. No remorse. I appreciate it, my brother. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll catch you later. All right, let's. All right. So there you go. A little review on a tour at, at Red little, Hook. A little and, uh, one bad apple problem. You know what's good about bad publicity? It makes everybody want to go and see if they get the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Red Hook yeah. this week is going to get a shitload of tours. Let's go. And they're all going to be. like good publicity. It is. No hey, publicity the is only, bad the only bad publicity is no publicity. All right. Quick break. Publicity? Say publicity again. Publicity. Pubosity. The phone lines are open. 888-401-BEER. The rest of the show is yours, kids. Hang in there. No pubosity is bad. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Coming this fall, four beer kits and a bag of sanitizer. That'll be $4,000 for shipping. Never. I won't pay more than 20 bucks for shipping. Ha, ha, ha. You will not find a deal like that now. Northern Brewers' flat rate shipping promotion is finished. No. I'll never pay that much. Never. My patience wears thin, young home brewer. You must pay too much for shipping. <laughs> never fear. Northern Brewers here. Foolish Northern Brewer. Your flat rate shipping promotion has ended. No, sir. Now we got $7.99 flat rate shipping all the time over here. Northern Brewer has all of your home brewing, wine, mead, cider, and soda making needs. And a complete line of award winning beer kits, including the intergalactically boozy Bourbon Barrel Porter. Still with cheap ass shipping. Place an order at northernbrewer.com and get some flat rate $7.99 shipping action. Offer good and contiguous US only. Some heavy and or bulky items are excluded, such as glass bottles, sacks of grain, bulk BME, and oak barrels. Take that guy. $7.99 flat rate shipping. Ah, my retina! Retina? Damn near killed ya. For Betty Ford. In a rabbit hole, and go 
just to know that I'm three quarts slow Cause I'm a cat hey, in a rabbit hole And don't you know that I'm three quarts slow You can pour it out of your own kangarator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Whenever life gets you down. Keeps you wearing a frown And the gravy train has left you behind And when you're all out of hope Down at the end of your rope And nobody's there to throw you a line If you ever get so low That you don't know which way to go Come on and take a walk in my shoes Never worry about a thing, got the world on a string Cause I've got the cure for all of my blue love issues I take a look at my enormous penis And my troubles start melting away I take a look at my enormous penis And the happy times are coming to stay I gotta sing and I dance when I glance in my pants And the feeling's like a sunshiny day I take a look at my enormous penis And everything is going my way
Witches. Isn't that a, wasn't that a Bette Midler movie? Yeah. They were all beaches. Uh, I want some rage, man. Been a couple rage shows. They're the best shows I've ever been to. You know, how, you, you know how a good yeah, yeah you know how a good rock show the whole front area of the stage does a mosh pit yeah at a rage show the entire if you're on the floor it's a ra- it's a mosh pit the whole floor whether it if it's a coliseum it doesn't matter from the front of the stage to the back of the coliseum if you're on the floor it's insane they do that they do that with share too ass kicked they do the share concert. Really? Yeah, see, and no one really knows that. I no. think she really needs to work on her PR because, you know, everyone thinks she's, you know, pop. Or, eh, no, Is it during the Do You Believe in Love After Life song? <laughs> no. That's pretty hard. That's a horrible question. Of course not. Everyone hugs each other, by the way, <laughs> during that song. It's not as good as Doc's song, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you drive around with this now, Doc. Oh, I got a phone call, don't I? Yeah. Totally Bob. Hey, Boob, hang in there, man. The rock out this is not to feel good. Play Sammy's this in the away. waiting room. Hey, Sam! Sammy's here. Sammy's here. Our roommate, Bevo's fiance. Fiance? You know Fianca. what? <laughs> F that guy. Get out of my studio, Sam. His nipples are Get hard. Out of here. You don't even live here, and I don't want you here. His nipples are hard. I'm sick of you, and I'm sick of the way you treat us. The guy gets married in February, right? He's still, for all intensive purposes, he's a bachelor. Like, He's with me and Shooty and, and Shat over here. Dude, I'm totally prettier than you. Why wouldn't he want to be with me? Because he's going to spend yeah. his entire miserable life with you. Look at and your boobs and look at my boobs. Yeah, Who's but the winner? Hey, yeah, but all right. Hey, Bebo, they put out. <laughs> they, they put out, Bebo. Uh, he's going to be all over those boobs for like two weeks, and then, you know, you're ready for new boobs. <laughs> oh, now I got boobs. All right, great. And what does he do? I haven't, I haven't seen this guy in a month. Yeah. When can I have my two weeks? Get out of my... Don't use my microphone. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> What's up, boob? We all get two weeks. Oh, dude, trust me. You're not tired of them after two weeks. <laughs> two you're months. Not. She's tired of you after two weeks. Hey, I already figured That's out... My if, if I've got too. some disease where I can never leave the house again, I'm getting a boob job. <laughs> Doc has thought about this. He'll entertain himself. I'll entertain myself, man. Yeah. I wouldn't have to leave the house. And did I accidentally call the vagina monologues? You're talking about share and beaches? I think you did. <laughs> I, no, it's beaches. Yeah. Biaches, maybe? Yeah, exactly. No mess right, it up. That, that's acceptable. What's happening, uh, Boob? How's Movember uh, going? Oh, Wendy, the wife is not happy with yeah, that. Yeah, uh, mine yeah, got I... nixed after day two. Fuck that, sh- Doc. Doc, that's hey, why no. you were supposed to be in. It's uh, not I, as I, if you're making out with the. No, woman. no, she nixed it because we have to be. We're, we're leaving town next week for oh. kind of an important family thing in, in the Southern Cal. I yeah. know, I know. And this, I uh, wouldn't be presentable. Yes, no. uh, dude. Why don't you just drive down to Rent a Dong and strap one on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, pick your battles, man. Uh, pick your battles. Come hey. on, it's just a little facial hair. Justin hey, wants hey, me to go out drinking with when him. When you shave down Talk- there, I'll shave up. Hey, here. You know what? Who who flies in for twenty four hours into the Bay Area Whoa. and flies right back out at three in the morning? Um, me, that takes a little bit of sack. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, actually, it, you're it? calling him out for the wrong thing. That that, that took him sack. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He didn't stay. Yeah. yeah well. um, you stay long enough to get Jenga, and maybe maybe we'll for? talk. So so I didn't stay to see Oz passed out on a couch a little duck. You could have been in the taping party. Effects. 
No, no, I didn't stay for that because I know when to cut my losses. <laughs> <laughs> you call it that. <laughs> call it, call it what you will. Yeah. <laughs> so why is the wife pissed about Movember anyway? Um, They're all pissed about can, it. Uh, she doesn't want to get on the phone, but she's sitting here looking at me like I'm going to hand her the phone, and she's like going to bite my nads off if no, I no, do. Let me talk to her. Let me talk to her. Okay, that'll Wendy, help. Wendy, I want to talk to you. Come here. That's going to help. Wendy, come on. I'm a nice guy. Hi, Wendy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You know, Bob's been a good friend of ours for a long time. I don't know that we've ever really... Well, uh, not very long. Only two years. Hey, JP, <laughs> I'm, I'm working here. Uh, I don't know that we've ever gotten the chance to get to know each other. And, uh, you know, Bob had this great idea for the network, this Movember thing. Uh, yeah, he's insane. Which, but he is insane. I'll give you that. Uh, did you see what he posted about you two today? That whole, oh, yes, I did. That whole conversation you had with your kid last night? <laughs> That kid's uh, uh, Bub's insane. I just I agree with you on that. I just want to point out that I we all agree with you. Uh, what's your what what about Movember though? I mean, aside from the fact that your husband looks like a royal douchebag, <laughs> pretty much that he looks like a royal douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I like the facial hair. I think it's sexy. I, now it's gone. Well, I Not won't. Happy. I won't give you sexy, but I will give you that it does cover up that ugly mug of his. Because when he posted, Doc, have you seen it? He posted... Uh, I saw day zero. That's that, what I'm that's talking what I about. Saw. I mean, the guy... Psycho. It's disgusting what that man looks like with no hair. And that, and he's all naked with the, with the lipstick on his chest. Yeah, how many how many sticks of lipstick do you go through in that house when, when on, on picture day? Yeah. Far too many. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it true that he makes you, like, paint that stuff on him and then take the pictures? Yes, I do. <laughs> Wendy, you're a saint. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> say right now, this Thanks. woman is one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Because this guy, what a freaky douche he is <laughs> that Wendy puts up with. <laughs> uh, all right, I will let you go. I just, I wanted to hear the voice behind Boob because uh, he's a crazy man. Yeah, it was nice to finally talk to you. <laughs> all right, you too. Take care, Wendy. All right, bye-bye. Give us that ugly man. Did you corrupt her? I didn't. I agreed with her. You know, on she's every coming level. out for a three-day stay in the Bay Area. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? I actually heard out of her her filthy puss the other day. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm so dead, dude. It's You're so dead. Funny. What did you What did you hear? But but anyway, she she. I'm sitting here like scratching nads on the couch or whatever. Like you, like what's like every day? What the yeah. hell's different about that? Right, and she goes. Uh, so when's uh, the Brewing Network anniversary? Oh, so you're allowed? Is well, that well, oh. even better? I'm like, eh, like in June or something. Like, uh, look it up on the website. Look, you, you didn't know exactly the yeah. in the hour. Yeah, he's right. Like, and yeah. she's like, well, you know, maybe I can have uh, my parents come in and and watch the kids this year, and we can we can go out there together. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, talking it's... about. Yeah, which is. All right, other than the fact that she doesn't know completely about the debauchery, so I'll have to, you know, yeah. roofie her and lock her in the, in the, uh, roofie Jenga. hotel bedroom and, until, uh, she doesn't know until the she, good part's over. But, she'll you know. be the one to be drunk jenga if she, uh, passes out on our couch. Right, yeah. You're not gonna drunk Jenga a wife, man. That's just Oh, come that. on, roofie Colada, we can't resist. If they pass out on <laughs> our couch, they get drunk jenga That's the, the only rule. Yeah, yeah. And. You won't, but we will. It's according to the Brewer's Code because you passed out first. And that is, that's like rule number two in the Brewer's Code. <laughs> a, one is don't be a dick and two is. Code before this goes through. Maybe there'll be a night, nice arts and crafts show or something she can participate in. Yeah, down in the Castro. <laughs> 
How insulting you are. Exactly. All she has to do is take her. Hey, what's with all the leather, babe? All she has to do is take her shoes off first. Because if you if you if you fall asleep and your shoes are on, you're passed out. You're not sleeping. Yeah. All right, but I got to open the phone lines because it's everybody's night. Just like your butt. Oh. Wow. Good one. Wow. Really like you. Bub's quick, man. Slip no, with your ass to the wall. No wonder right. Bub really wants to come Oh, here. hey, Bub. Yo. <laughs> so. Good one. Phone <laughs> lines are open. 888-401. He was like, hey. Uh, oh. You want to talk to me some more? See, this is what you get when you go to Rage, man. You get some rock. Not like that sissy stuff that Bebo goes to. Where's Bebo go to? And, his, and her faggy no. Beyonce I, I got Sam. Oh. Concerts in my entire life, and one was Chad Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. And Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. Uh, I love him. I will punch you in the face if you say anything bad about him. Okay. Brad Paisley. You'll give him, you'll give him more. Pole. You know what? You'll give him more than two weeks, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'll give him two and a half. There you oh. go. Sammy, what do you think of that? Phone lines are open. It's 888-401-BEER. If you got beer questions or anything you want to talk about, uh, do it now because we're getting out of here if uh, you don't want to use this segment. I just thought I'd give you guys a chance because usually it happens during the interview and thought we'd do it right now. Go see the Jamil video. They were coming to town, Doc. I'd bring your boy to this instead of Van oh, yeah. Halen, man. Is that the bomb track? Yeah, it's the bomb track right there. Bomb track means something else to Shad. His parents don't know it, though. It's the bomb track. What's the bomb track, Shad? Oh, that's just a shtick, Ma. It's like the bomb Don't worry about it. It's just, that's just talk. We're not talking about the cousin, Ma. It's man talk, Ma. It's man talk. You wouldn't understand. That's Your mom's t- listening t- right that's now. That's a Maya. Isn't she? Probably. Yeah. Oh, if she is, call in. Let's get Chad's mom on the phone. All right, so we're out of here, man. No calls. Uh, next week, what we got going on? Possibly a malt and hop supplies show. But we haven't gotten confirmation from the people that are supposed to do it. It'll uh, happen. But we're looking at talking about this whole crises. And, uh, but not only that, what we want to add to it is uh, the hops that you can get, the new varieties, different things like that. We want to talk about them and uh, how to brew with them and, and, and what kind of new beers you could make or change your pale ale, things like that. Might put Doc on some new hop experiments this year. Uh, it's going to be an ongoing thing here, the, okay. the no hops. So you said spear. I know you've got a lot of you brew a lot of the same beers kind of repetitively, and I'd like to make you Are take some of your favorites and add some of these new hops that we can get. I'd say I'm fifty fifty. I've uh, uh, half of me is uh, experiment, experimenting with new things, and the other half is uh, my my favorites, and I don't mind uh, changing them up a little bit. Experimenting? Experiment. I need to Lucy! <laughs> I, you got some experiment in Toto! We are experimenting. So yeah, we could do that. No problem. <laughs> All right, so experimenting. Ricky! Why is my butt hurt? We're experimenting, Lucy. Ricky, I wanna brew. <laughs> uh, I got Zymer just on the line. Oh, oh yeah, we gotta talk about that little go. mug he gave me. Oh, that's right. He gave you like a whole thing, didn't he? Yeah. Hey, Zymi, what's happening, brother? Zymi? Nothing, just inventing Next computers. Next time you throw me under the bus, <laughs> make sure you do it on the bus, okay? Do it, on, do it what? 
Like when you can't hear I it? have skin suits for you, JP. <laughs> skin suits. Of course he does. What's happening? Hey, next time you throw me under the bus, do me a favor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Next time you throw me under the bus, do me a favor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want you to... Uh, hey, next like, time you throw me under the, the bus, side, okay? do me a favor. What? I thought we were on a loop. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Siamy. Yeah? Uh, thanks for the little mug, man. Zymie said, "Oh, you uh, got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just I, I didn't see it before tonight because uh, it got lost in the shuffle. I guess um, I've been drinking out of it. <laughs> it's just a little mug. It's just a little mug. It's a little guy. Exactly. Zymie asked me to play this song for Doc when next time he called. He really likes you, Doc. Oh, oh yeah. It's so I think Diva wants us at the wedding. Zymie's a sensitive guy. Oh. Are you picking up curtains now, Doc? What's that? Is it me you're looking for? Uh, do you think Zymie had anything to call for? Let me see. To hear his own voice? Hey, Zymie, did you? Is there a. Oh, no, I just want just, just doing. The I just whole. wanted to ask you a favor. Next time you throw me under the bus, make it the driver's side, would you? Dude, when did I? I didn't throw you under the bus. What? Who threw you under the bus? No, 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 you did. It's okay. I still love you. Oh, well, no, I'm not, not worried about it. I'm just curious about. <laughs> sure. I'm just curious about the point in time that I actually threw you under the bus. I like Zymie. When did I throw you under the bus? Uh, it was last week. Last week. That's okay. We did Next time you do him. it, make it under the driver's Fucking side. Failing Come on. Damage. Yeah. The feeling thing. The feelings. Chat, tell Zymie about his feelings. Fucking feelings. Get over it. <laughs> and and hey, Zymie, hey, everybody, everybody gets thrown under the bus. All your people and your feelings. Chat's sick of yeah, it. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. No more feelings. Oh, Sorry, Zymie. I love you, Zymie. I just want you to do it on the driver's side. I hear you, brother. Oh, love you too, man. Can we back up over you? <laughs> All right, Zymie. Thanks, man. Catch you later. That was uh, Zymie's uh, robot uh, talking. Everybody in their feelings. Damn feelings. I like that song. That's why Hello. I said you probably want it in your wedding. <laughs> it probably will be in the wedding. And you know what? I used to stick up for things like this uh, for you, Sam. Like I would stop things like this for going in your wedding. But right now, I don't give a shit. I don't <laughs> care, I don't want I don't care if they make you do the chicken dance. Oh. Maybe I will. Uh, caller wants to talk about hops. What's happening, brother? Uh, Bevo, hey, I just have a, Bevo a, a couldn't remember your here. name. Well, who, who are you talking um, to? Uh, this is Drossel Brew. And where are you calling from? Huh? Where are you calling from, brother? My phone. Uh, North Carolina, Raleigh. Dressel Brew from Raleigh. Uh, what do you, what's your hop talk? Go for it. Um, basically, I just found out my uh, local homebrew shop here won't let you buy more than four ounces of hops at a time unless you buy base grain. Oh, which, hey, you got to do the combo buy, huh? Yeah, they don't want you to like stock up. Kind of bullshit since I buy you know fifty pound bags from them, so yeah. I'm not sure how they're gonna accommodate me on that. But well, you're fine, right? Because you're buying base grain, so you can buy all the hops you want. Well, I, you well, know, I haven't been in there. This is just something they put out a couple days ago, so I don't know how I'm gonna they, fall on this. Thing. They haven't I think, really I thought. thought I think you out. just go in there with a head of steam, and you just <laughs> just roll right over them. 
Well, you know what? You know, I might try. I want that. your hops, and I want all your hops. Or buy two ounces of base malt. <laughs> if they don't have a pound limit on the base malt, buy two ounces. Well, well, you know. And remind yeah, them sure that you really usually buy. I hope I'm not just kind of going into this, you know, with a full head of steam. Head of steam basically, yeah. I just. But you're pissed. Well, it's all hearsay, but you know. This is well, what your you know, buddies are saying. It. What? What's that, brother? But, but you know, I guess this just goes to the uh, whole hop crisis thing. You know, it's like whenever there's uh, something going on, you know, if there's a storm coming, people go out and they buy a bunch of water yeah. where they wouldn't buy it before. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if that's what people are doing with hops right now. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I think it's just best to torch the place. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the opinions of Doc are not uh, representative of the employees and management at uh, the Brain Network. That's right. Torch should not be attempted by anybody. Be done with it. Yeah. Well, they yeah. can't treat you like that. You're a human being. <laughs> with I'm a fine. lighter. <laughs> Just tell them you have a want and a need. Yeah. I want not to burn always. this place down, and I need not to. <laughs> Everybody's got Give me a reason to not to. Well, you know, they're not wet hops, so they're not too uh, volatile, right? I'll take you a blowtorch to this place. <laughs> and your kneecaps. There you go. But, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to bring that up real quick, you know? Yeah, that'll happen, man, and I think you'll find it happening uh, more and more across the country in the next couple months. Are you guys so, going to do that? Yeah. You can't buy hops? Just order online. No, nothing oh, nothing like well, that. Yeah, I probably will order online. I was just kind of curious where... I mean, know, other people are witnessing that with their local homebrew. No, shop. I I say I say support your 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 local shop um, as often as you can, especially with stuff like this. Because what's a homebrew shop without hops? You know what I mean. And I totally understand why they're doing it. I think making you buy uh, a, a base malt with it is kind of the wrong way to go. Yeah. But I I understand the the restricting because if they run out of hops in in, in March, they're they're fucked. You know, yeah, I mean, they're they're they, totally screwed. They don't want you stockpiling. Yeah, and and so I totally understand it. It's just something you might have to deal with, but uh, but support them because obviously they need the money. There you go. Like you. Thanks like for the me. call, my brother. I appreciate it. Eight 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 four zero one beer. I just want to point yeah. out at the end of the show, like everyone's got lots to say. Let's uh, not talk over top of each other. Like just you know, like, like, like right, right we, now when I'm talking over you. Yeah, like and then but why would you want to say Justin, that? Justin, you us? saying yeah. something right now? Why, would, Bev? What do you think about? That? And then the caller calls in, and he no one gets to hear him. And uh, you know, let's let everybody speak in their in their turn. Like Bevo, like she waits respectfully, and then she burps in the microphone, like a nice person. See what I'm saying? That's right. So I know everybody gets excited about the end of the show. You're allowed to say whatever you want, and that's all fine and good. Just you know, say it uh, when it, when it's your turn. No. <laughs> Chad, fair enough. <laughs> Chad, did you have something to say? Not that you said what you need to uh, say. Uh, no, <laughs> I got nada. Doc, did you have something to say? Because I was about to speak and oh. I didn't. Oh yeah, I, I want to step on your uh, your ground. We'll give each other hand signals. Okay, good. If you just oh wait, wait, shh! Someone's calling. Yeah, go ahead, people. You know, yeah, you already. If you're just gonna be jerks about it, then uh, I'll just. You know what? That's it. I'm out of here. Oh no, 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 no! no. We need to be jerks yeah. much longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They hang up on me. I don't appreciate that. Why would they do that? Oh, come on. Don't talk over people and don't hang up on Bevo. That should be Brewer's code. Yeah. Oh, that should be. Have you seen someone the post that? Part of the Bevo's code is. The Bevo's, Bevo's code. code. Yeah. <laughs> we need a whole Bevo's code. Okay. So I've had a strong urge lately to replace our outro song. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I-, I love our outro song. In fact, I just met the, uh, uh, the guy who wrote it mm. and recorded it at the 
NCHF this year. And it's a cool guy. He's a great guy. Just really into beer and happy the song's getting out there. People yeah. like it. In fact, I'm at NCHF, and they're playing that song left and right. They're playing it all over the place. Yeah. And I'm going, hey, whoa, <laughs> hold on just a second. And then I realized it was the uh. writer of the song that was, that was playing it left and right. And Nice to meet him. Not that I don't love it, but I'm really into... Uh, Kidney punching people. Uh, not that. That's it. I meant to hit this. I'm really, I like, I like, I think this is a nice kind of, it gets, you know, everybody gets all uppity in here at the end, and this kind of brings you right down, a little Willie Nelson down home. Yeah, I love Willie Nelson. I mean, bubbles in my beer, how can you go wrong with bubbles in my beer? I can't. Makes you feel good. Or tiny bubbles. If you made this the last song, the first person to complain about it would be Bubs. Rise I think he's complaining right now. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna say he's already he's complaining. Wendy, can you believe this crap, Wendy? Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, we ain't going to California if they're playing this stuff. Hey, Sully, call us up. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. Sully, Sully, Sully. Can I just say, uh, I turned 30 on Wednesday? Can no. I say that? And we That's missed it? Right, no, gonna, I'm going to. He's gonna turn on Wednesday. Yeah. It's gonna turn. I'm gonna be but you're not gonna old. do anything on Wednesday. I'm going to the Sharks game, which I have to drive myself to. We'll by celebrate the way, tomorrow. Which kind of pisses me off. Mm. Tomorrow night. Mm. Yeah. JP's not gonna go tomorrow. He's gonna say he's gonna go tomorrow, and at about five minutes before we leave, well, he's gonna be know. like, "Oh, I, hey, Chip, I, I got yeah. to go tomorrow." Yeah. Are you inviting me? Yes, Doc's I'm, going. I'm inviting you. Yeah, I would love to go. Doc, you are you. such a feeling sissy if you think a you weren't invited and b that I mentioned the uh, uh, anniversary. Not to invite you. No, I didn't say that at all. I never said that you mentioned it not to invite me. I didn't say that. Now the point is, Besides, if I we, we would not it, let you hear that. If I no. mention it to you, it obvi- I'm not like bragging about a party no. I'm going to. So I have to read your mind. If I, if you mention something to me, and don't and don't say. So if you want to go, I'm not I'm not you know being a feeling guy. But you if totally you just, are. No, if you just say something and you go, yeah, I'm going to this thing. All right. So all right, there. Right. How, how about this? And then you wait, don't say wait, anything. Wait, wait, wait. Am I really supposed to go? Bullshit. Oh well, then well, this is such bullshit. To go. What buddy do you know comes up to you and goes, "Hey, I'm going to this thing tomorrow. It's going to be really cool." How fucking insecure are you that a buddy of yours says something like that to you and you don't automatically assume? Oh, sweet, that sounds great. I'll be Who's there. Who's driving? You see what I mean? Yeah, I'm totally insecure. Uh, I, you should know that. Damn it. I, you should know that. JP, how about the, this is the, the thing. Thank you. You overhear it. I don't care out of the side of your ear, whatever. Yeah. You're invited. You hear it. You, you see it written on the wall. If Sam's <laughs> ugly mother tells you about the oh, anniversary Sammy going somewhere, that we're going to. See the look on his face? He's like, yeah, he's right. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty ugly. Both November invite, said happy birthday, JP. Thank you. He loves you. Yeah. All right, we got our first uh, drunk of the week call. No, nice. a long time too. That's not one of us. Uh, Richards, what's happening, brother? Richards, how are you? I'm uh, drunk. I should. I'm drunk. I guess. <laughs> I be drunk, man. Richard sounds uh, like he's gonna kill himself too. <laughs> he's like about to. He's he's I'm right really, now. I'm really sad right now. Are you? Aww. Are you in the corner? Sitting in the corner, rocking back and forth. Tying a noose that you're going to hang from your shower. Why, are you Canadian? (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? What were you drinking tonight? Um, I drank like a six-pack of Bell's Best Brown, and then I drank a six-pack of Bell's (laughs) Two Hearted Ale. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And then a six-pack of... And then a couple random others that are just kind of sitting around. Wow. They're they're in your reach, (laughs) so what the hell. And now I'm about to drink... 
two barrel two two barrels of shotgun. Is this yeah. is this all by yourself in a basement somewhere? No, no, no. Bunker. I've been sitting here watching football all day. Okay. Which hey, who won the Philly game? Um, he doesn't know. It looks like it's just wrapping up. It looks like uh, Dallas just won. Uh, you... <laughs> and then my brother stopped over with some special treats for us. Brownies. He was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good guess. So we're sitting around for Halloween the other night. You know, it's what was it Wednesday night? You're giving out brownies. Well, Schumann went out and bought a. He went out and bought a little kids. He went out and bought a bowl of candy, and we don't get a lot of trick or treaters here. Just the cute ones. After about the second group comes by, I'm like, uh, "Hey, uh, don't we got like a fridge full of brownies? <laughs> Why don't we give those?" And I just thought, like, I'd never do it. Come on. Right, but I just, but just the thought of all those kids at about an hour later, they're about to go to bed, and uh, they're highest kites trying to. I gotta go. love Tasty McD. I mean, well, is that is, is that bad that I think that's funny? Follow them in your car all night long. That's creepy, isn't <laughs> with, it? With your lights off, yeah. you gotta watch the progress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would have wanted. That's the thing. Yeah. Maybe that's the only reason I decided against it is I wouldn't have gotten the punchline. See, now, yeah. now that's my problem because I just I got in my car and followed kids around anyway on Halloween. <laughs> Just buy a newspaper the next day and check the headlines. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because uh, they usually have pictures. Of you know, it wouldn't have taken to the next day. We'd have been in handcuffs within an hour, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Everybody the knows I thought, the house. Like, on, a, on a side note, uh, like these are sort of, uh, it, assuming we actually had brownies, which we don't, but if we did. Or they, even know what the cousin is. A, yeah. Uh, but if we knew what they were, and if they were in our fridge, they would be nicely individually wrapped into small squares in aluminum foil. And what I'm thinking is, as a parent nowadays, if somebody gives you anything that's it's not packaged uh, perf- like commercially commercially packaged mm-hmm. you, they don't eat it yeah you take it out right oh yeah kids you don't let your kids yeah. eat anything homemade anymore oh no since right. I was a kid they wouldn't let you do that caramel apple see when I was a kid oh, we yeah. were still eating homemade razor blade shit. In it. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah, growing up real. in that's Woodier here. yeah we were still eating homemade shit in yeah those popcorn Norwalk balls and Woodier yeah that popcorn oh, balls when I was a kid ganja balls <laughs> and I, I guess ganja balls I turned out fine. Around here, all the kids they go to the uh, to the hospital with their bags of candy and they'll X-ray it for free. Oh, really? They look for yeah. razor blades. Uh, you know, I think I actually remember that from when I was a kid too. You get free <laughs> X-rays idea. of your. Uh, yeah. How ridiculous is this? I didn't know <laughs> the LSD would show up in X-rays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Richards, you certainly drank enough to be drunk of the week. But other than the fact that you sound like you want to hang yourself, uh, nah, I'm I'm happy. If he's out of beer, oh. he probably wants to hang him. Where are you from, Michigan? Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I'm a Uper. 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 You know what What cheers me up? Uh, tomorrow, do yourself a favor. Go lunch break. Go to the playground and just kind of do a little window shopping. Jip. And that, <laughs> God well, damn that's it. That's disgusting. Hey. That's disgusting. He's not touching anything. That dog. He's got two kids at home. <laughs> you know what? And you guys wonder why we don't get any sponsors. You know? yeah, I, got, I got kids at home, too. I can't be doing that kind of shit. No, you can't. Go have another beer. You can, I can, do I can, that one on you can have another six-pack, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about right. to have one in, like, any hour here. I'll, I'll tell you what. The... I'll give you Drunk of the Week, uh, unless somebody else calls and beats you to it. Awesome. Later, brother. Later. All right, that's Richard. He's you still know. fairly coherent. Yeah, he's pretty. He could be beat. That's a 12-pack he said he had, and not small beer, I, either. I don't think it was only a 12-pack. He's trying real hard. Yeah. Sounded like it should have been a 12-pack and a Prozac. He has a lot of feelings. 12-Zac. Fucking feelings. 
Shat is so Sam. sick of people's feelings. Tell us about your that, feelings. that Midler song playing, actually. <laughs> Nothing more than feelings. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, wind Beneath Midler. My Wings. No, doesn't she sing the feelings song, the misty watercolored crap? No, that's no. not that's No, no that's uh, Barbara. No, that's not whatever. That's I don't care. Nothing more than feelings. <laughs> no. Everybody's wow. got stupid that that should be feelings. Chad's theme song. Everyone needs a theme song. Doc has Doctor Feelgood. Chad should be feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Wow. <laughs> Uh, it was so funny when everyone's so much drama goes on behind the scenes that oh. nobody even knows about, Ridiculous. and then Chad's yeah, just like, "I'm so oh, sick of everybody's." Lord. Yeah, but you know what? It's cool for me because I was at the root of both of them. I feel good. People standing up for me. Yeah. Chad, drama. Oh, this is about this is so uplifting oh. now. Oh, like you feel it's, all good. About, it's all about being grown. It's like a remix. Yeah. Be about it's like being the mature. And urban being <laughs> About being grown. Why is it urban? Who sings the original? They're not. What do you sing? It's about taking your lady. It's not Barbara Streisand singing. And lay, laying her down. Oh, oh, oh. It sounds like something you would listen to maybe when you're eating soul food. I don't no. know. Oh. Or when, or when you're you're in an Impala on 20 inch rims. Is that what, what you're trying to say? Hey, uh, before. No, it reminds me of when from I'm Stella in San Francisco. Her, the only Stella bar I can find back. that'll serve me scotch has got some douchebag on a piano. <laughs> it wants to play this stuff. And I all like I that. want is scotch. I love a good depressing <laughs> piano bar, man. That's yeah. one of my favorite places to be. Hey, what do you got oh, for scotch? God. Uh, and the lighting guy is so creative that he puts a blue spot. Yeah. Hey, is that the soundtrack for How Stella Got a Groove Back? What was <laughs> it that? Might have been. Yeah. I don't know. I just picked the first well, feeling. You guys that, know that that I found. Yes. No. 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 Uh, caller, here on. Who are we talking to? Happy birthday, to <laughs> JP. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to JP. And Wendy too, because it's first Monday. Whatever. Oh, it's Wendy's Monday, huh? Oh. It's Get this back. Monday. No, it's not Monday yet. But yeah, whatever. <clears throat> uh, have, and uh, yeah, happy birthday, TJP. <laughs> wow, that's so creepy. I love you. Happy birthday. Uh, sorry, Mr. the timer President. went off, dude. Oh wow. Later. <laughs> he was singing "Happy Birthday" to you, Jip. Presents can be sent to more beer. You're gonna call it on the. Oh, the bub timer on his happy birthday song yeah, to you? It's funny to me. It's my birthday. Sort of. Almost. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, this this will get the noose from around his neck. You guys remember what this is from? The noose? This tune. Is this from Sheena? No. Come on. Is this Bolero? No, sure? come on. Face I need, off? I need some man points in here. Face off. I don't watch these movies. Dude. Oh, this is, is when this Scarface. This is when yeah, Goose. It's Scarface. No, this is when Goose oh, dies. Oh, no, I didn't like that. This is when Goose dies. You idiots! I haven't seen Tom yeah, Gunn when, in when he, years. Gun? Yeah, when he got his skull crashed into the Gayest plexiglass. Movie ever. And they're laying in the ocean, and Goose is dead. He's dead. It's gone. <laughs> I don't want to fly no more. Isn't I just co- want to ride my motorcycle really fast yeah. and look I'm upset. Without I, a helmet. Yes. Look upset, right? Yeah. My friend got his skull caved in, but I, I don't want to ride with a helmet it was, on. It was all my fault. I just want to yeah. go back to the good times when we 
played volleyball all oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get, you know, whenever I body oil, yeah, I always get I sand on that my oil. <laughs> okay. They never got sand sticking to their the oil. The scene in the whole movie. Doesn't he get laid during this, though? Doesn't he go over to... I think we all got to get oiled up after this. Oh, God. <laughs> he's just sitting on the dock pounding it is what he's doing. Oh, it's very different. <laughs> JP turns Hey, turns he's lost that Wednesday. love and feeling. And, and nobody hey. invited him to go out to the Magnolia anniversary party Monday. More on Maury after this. <laughs> and there was JP. Everybody told him about the party, but no one actually invited him. <laughs> so he sits yeah. at home. It happens alone. Yeah. Again with a pass. Playing Guitar Hero. Drinking PBR. Guitar Hero 2. Yet another night. Oh, Only you have Guitar Hero 2? Yeah. Awesome. I want to come over. See? Hey, Sam, look. Sam, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got what the ladies like. You know That's what I'm trying right. to say? The two weeks starts. I got a guitar. Hey, I think I heard this song in our hotel elevator in Denver. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Apparently, I should get drunk of the week. No, you haven't even drunk. I'm not even drunk. Any. Just happy. Stupid feelings. There you go. <laughs> I'm sick of everybody's feelings. Hey, is Kokomo on that soundtrack, or is that cocktail? That's cocktail. Oh. Yeah, it was, so, it was you cocktail. said cocktail. And tail. Kokomo's not on Top Gun. What kind of dudes are you? You don't know <laughs> the whole soundtrack to Top Gun. Hey, I've lost that love and feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I really have. I've I want to go it. now. I've replaced <laughs> it with cynicism. Yeah. My whole loving feeling. <laughs> I think she's lost it. <sighs> this is Bebo's favorite. This is what Bebo thinks about. A little volleyball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Close-ups and quick cuts of guys. Chad, balls. Chad, Doc, get the Wesson. Doc right Doc. now. Yeah, Doc, I'm there, baby. <laughs> get the Wesson. Oh, God. Wait, isn't this song called, like, Playing with the Boys? Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I had this tape. Uh, Sam, oh. you're just homo enough to know who uh, who sings this song. Go ahead, please. Come on. I know you know who does this. He does half the soundtrack. I have the soundtrack. No, the guy who does this song does like half the soundtrack. Give him a little bit of time. Give him and a little bit of quiet. A, he's a piano sissy like you. Give him oh, a little hey, bit of quiet. Hey, hey, hey. Not Yanni. What Whoa. is wrong with you people in here? Anybody? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Are you kidding me? Kenny Loggins. Oh, Kenny Loggins? Oh. oh, he's got one of them sissy beards. I am so, my feelings are hurt. You want a hug from Sam? Yeah. Kind of sounds like so I can sing along with it. Kind of sounds like Footloose. A Footloose. Well, yeah, it's the same era. Yeah. All the '80s songs sounds like that. They do. Except Purple Rain, which is a manly song. Oh, that's a good song right there. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, actually. I Did you I get d- my request? I think I took some Purple Rain. No, I wasn't listening <laughs> to any. <laughs> I think I just took some Purple. I think I just made some Purple Rain. <laughs> It's all purple and shit, man. I'm just man enough to say that this song rocks. This is such a good rock. song. Right? I, I almost downloaded... I mean, I almost oh. bought this movie uh, uh, completely legally. Um, but, no, you're, but I remember that. seeing it once, and it was really gay. Oh, the movie's A lot of great. lace and, like, crushed velvet. And, That's it, you know, yeah. the listeners are never going to leave us alone. I'm sorry, but do you know who Prince is? Yeah. Like, He's my what? hero. He's shorter than the Everything he owns is crushed velvet and purple and lace. I got a friend who does a mean acoustic cover of this too. Oh. Like, 
Nobody can do an acoustic cover. This is awful every yeah. time. This guy sings really well, though. Yeah. And it's pretty badass. You've seen it, Bebo. Bob? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no one's ever going to leave us alone for this, JP. Both of us just admit it. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. This song is this song's dedicated to Bub's Wendy. <laughs> purple rain. Purple rain. Go grab that Wesson duck. Please purple do. Rain, purple rain. Hey, free, rain, free oil ups <laughs> on the patio. Holy water. I got the explosion of the wife, but I come home all oiled wanna up. See you cry that purple rain. Why are you singing to Sam? Because he's close by. I like Sam. I'd still go. You're the only one in the room that likes him. Close by. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still go see Prince. By the way. Oh, totally. I hear that dude puts on a good show. This I, and I the Raspberry he, he opened up for the Stones when I saw him. Oh, no kidding. People were throwing shoes at him. Every time he comes to confused. town, <laughs> they were. Why would they do that? Uh, because they were promoters confused. put the most because he's insane Jehovah's? combinations together. Uh, they they put you know one great act with uh, somebody just n- the whole different genre. I still I think that's a good show. It would have been, but like Prince except and for the shoes, for the shoes, you know. And they, 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 he actually left stage. So every time Prince comes to town and do, and does a show here, he does a a private unannounced show at a local club, and he changes that club every time. But it's inevitable. Every time he comes, he goes, and after the show, right. he starts at like midnight, and you just gotta be in the know. And I got a shoe for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc has a size four and a half waiting for him. Exactly, baby. Well, here's the good part. Oh, here we go. Sam, you're close by still, right? Here. <laughs> Where's the webcam for that one? Yeah, I was getting all into it right there. He's being all whiny about it. Tell me I had to tell you right now. It turns out that our drunk of the week, Richards, and our bitch of the week, no remorse. And I don't mean he was a bitch, but he was bitching. Right. So don't don't get me wrong. The bitch. Yeah. They're brothers. Oh really? They're both brothers. That's gay. Getting drunk on their own time in different places on earth. What did they start with B? How sad. Brothers living on different parts of the country. Maybe that's why they're so angry and sad. Yes. Alone. In fact, you know, my my brother called uh, emailed me last week and he says I I didn't catch the beginning of the show but I caught the last half. And you guys weren't talking about beer. <laughs> There's nothing about beer in the last part of the show. They well, live no. on different sides of the country and they're drinking by themselves. This is like sexy music. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's about being grown. I meant to they were this. thinking about each other. It's about stroking you. And so there they were, drinking all by themselves. And Goose just died, and that made it worse. Because I don't want to drink no more. I don't want to brew no more. Got any Esteban? Shows are getting so awful. Esteban. Oh, hey, it's Esteban. I feel like we need to do an interpretive dance to the song. Sam's pretty good at that. So who is oh, this? I could do. <laughs> oh, a, a topless Sam, one. who does this? Yeah. Oil me. Esteban. Esteban. Kenny Loggins. Esteban. <laughs> what? Esteban. Esteban. He's like the worst. <laughs> now i got to find some Esteban. <laughs> but he's got the cool look. Doc, you've bought an Esteban Long video, haven't you? <laughs> no, I, but I, I, I seem to get sucked into those infomercials yeah. with Esteban Kids. on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, anybody can play on this guitar. Uh, 
You can even play Deep Purple. <laughs> 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 All right. Wasn't he in like a Geico commercial? Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. That and QVC. Your, your career has really gone downhill. Yeah. When you were in a Geico commercial. What career? <laughs> this is his career. His career of being Esteban. This is his career. I don't this have an Esteban? Esteban. No, it was that like was a. Not a, Esteban. I only have duos with Esteban. Uh, I don't have any real Esteban. I gave you a great song, by the way. I'll give you a little song. Doc's out of beer. We gotta go. Okay. Oh, there's another. Zygamers cool. wants you to play. Zygamers. I don't know how to say that. Gargamel. That's almost as bad as Pearl Necklace by ZZ Top. That's almost as bad as Vigorosely. Hey, Blimo. Hey, hey uh, <laughs> caller, you're on the air. Hey, What's blue blamo. Shut up. <laughs> Who are we talking to? This is Smokey. Seven, Smokey. 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 I'm just wondering, when did this show turn from the Brewing Network to Behind the Music? <laughs> <laughs> the gay Christ, version of Behind the Music? Faggot. Oh, oh, it's harsh oh, language. F word. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm a girl, though. It doesn't count for me, I'm right? just a little faggot. And to, <laughs> and to answer your question, it happened sometime last week. <laughs> Smokey. I'm standing out in my backyard taking a leak right now. <laughs> you don't live in Texas by any chance, do you? Well, no, see, I have to smoke outside on a nice Cuban Cohiba. Oh. My man. wife doesn't let me smoke them inside, so. Uh, Is that a blunt? Uh, no. <laughs> just a nice cigar. Hey, man, have you ever noticed, like, sometimes uh-huh. when you're done peeing? Yeah. You still gotta pee a little more? You don't shake enough, you know, because I was always told if you shook, shook more than three times, you were playing with it, so I always thought, well, I don't want to play with it. Yeah. Hey. If you don't shake hard enough, then you get that pesky little spot. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, 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 I get them all the time. Trouser tracks. <laughs> you get trouser tracks every time. And you know what? No matter how you shake it or how you dance, you still get some dribbles inside of your pants. I know, man. I don't get that. Like, I, got a, I got a plumbing problem, man. I got to fix it. Doc, where do you get these from, man? <laughs> I thought you. I always thought I had a plumbing problem, too. But I guess if you say it that way, no matter how you shake and how you yeah. dance, you, you get some <laughs> dribbles inside of your pants. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I do. I Call do you all leaky. Question, Go ahead. Well... I did a uh, a beer kit, um, a, uh, a stout, Irish stout, and I I brewed it. I got a, a original gravity of like 150. It was a little bit high, I think. Um, I had an old, evidently it was an old uh, Y.E. Smack pack. I didn't get a lot of action out of it. I, I went ahead and pitched it anyway. Okay. 24 hours later, I still hadn't had any action, so I had some he dry meat laying around. All right. I, uh, I you know hydrated it, pitched it in, got some pretty good action for about two and a half days and then it just died I'm just wondering I'm kind of worried about it uh, how long has it been going without uh, you giving any more action you're with, saying that it started that. and then it then it died after well it didn't it didn't start I had that white yeast pack uh, and I threw it in there and I didn't get any action out of it uh-huh. for like 24 hours okay well, it was kind of a long lag time so no that's nothing I yeast laying around I whipped it up real quick and, and pitched it in and I got some pretty good action out of it for about about three days. You know, I had a pretty good bubble going, and then, uh, you know, now it's quit. I, I, what I kind of beer was it again? It. Stout. Yeah, you're fine, dude. First of all, 24 hours is nothing. All you guys, stop worrying about it. Chris White came in here, and he said uh, everyone thinks that they're... That if, it, if it ain't going in six hours, man. He even said if it's if you guys, all you all are happy about your three-hour lag time, he said that's bad news because your yeast isn't healthy. It didn't get all the nutrients it needed. So 24 hours is nothing. And then what do you think, Doc? So now he's even added more, and it went three days. It probably just gangbustered uh, it, right? What temperature were you brewing at? Um, 
Was I brewing that? Well, I, I just entered fermenting. a, a oh, sentence in a proposition. Yeah. I don't like to do that, but hell. Yeah, go ahead. Fermenting it. Well, yeah, I was fermenting it. Uh, I started it out around 70, 72, and then I bumped it up a little bit. I wanted to yeah, that, that's why it finished real that's quick. That's exactly why. It, it finished real quick because it was hot. Yeah, by the way, it's going to suck, too. Like uh, Justin's beer. We'll it's be going to taste like my beer, dude. That's too hot. No. Oh, so well, uh, what did you bump it up to? How much is a little bit from seventy seventy five? That's not that oh, bad. I mean, it's not, it, it's it'll be drinkable, but it yeah. won't be what you're expecting. You have probably. a little fusel alcohols. It'll be a little astery, but it'll be fine. Hey, dude, totally drinkable. They're being really nice to you. It's gonna suck. <laughs> uh, nope. JP's right. Yeah, you know, I don't want a Justin beer. You know, I, I it'll got be people a Justin coming beer. out for Christmas and stuff. I thought I'd have it on tap. The only way you'll get the only way you get a Justin beer is if you have Justin make it. No, no. It, a it, JP's right. It'll be drinkable, but it'll be a Justin beer, dude. It ain't uh, gonna be that good. Yeah. So, uh, will it get better with age? No, no. a whole lot. No. no, no, not from that procedure. No. You might get lucky uh, though. Like I made a, a good beer or two. You might get totally lucky. <laughs> well, I, honestly, I don't. I guess there's always hope. If you made a couple of good beers, then I have a, I yeah. have a chance. Yeah, I serious. think the main thing is, is uh, you know, it finished in three days, and don't worry about that aspect of it. No. Right. I don't it, think it, 75 is is going to be that bad. Yeah, he's yeah. being nice to you. Okay. Hey, thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. Right on, brother. Have a good one. Later. All right, that's it, huh, kids? Let's get out of here. No, you didn't play enough. my song, please. What did you want? Careless what? Whisper by oh, wait, Wham. No, we, we barely heard Pearl Necklace. Right. Your Pearl Necklace. <laughs> <laughs> by Wham. I can't believe you're requesting Wham. Uh, ZZ oh, yeah. Top has had a lot of airplay lately. Oh, they must be coming around soon. That's what I was going to say. They must be on tour. Hey, Bevo, did they ever tell you what a pearl necklace was? Yeah. Every time you guys say the word pearl necklace, like, it's all I get. Okay. It's all pages you get. and pages of pearl necklace. <laughs> but did they explain? Oh, I don't want to say it. I know. I, I okay, good. Explain. You got it now. Okay, good. I don't ever want one. Are you sure that's what it's called, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Are you sure that's what it's called? Careless I Whisper. I don't have it. Oh, how about Wham or George Michael? I think really did it. So maybe, ah, search maybe by that's George why. Michael. Uh-huh. JP Casey called you a bad name. <laughs> what was? Why the, would he call me what a, was a, the bad a bad name? name? That's kind of a weird thing B- to say. Is a bad name. B word. Oh, I don't say the F word. Um, at least I don't go. Uh, oh, you said the B word either. At least I don't go around. At least I don't go around the effing B word. Yeah. You still don't go around posting pictures oh. of myself with hard nipples, Kate. Is that Sade? It does. Sade actually uh, covered this, but this is oh, George yeah. Michael. Kenny G. Such a good song. Maybe it's a duo. Yeah. <laughs> JP's actually grooving to this right now. Like a white person. I need like a glass you of Chardonnay the white, in my hand. The white, white man lip bite. Yeah. Oh, this is this is a new no. low. We no, no, get no, 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 it gets better. No, I don't think so. It does. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it so does. either. This is our new outro. Good. Should we just go out? like We go this? out smooth. Yeah. We can't go out like this. It'd be wrong. No, the chorus is really where it starts rocking. Casey keeps getting a busy signal because people were on the phone. People weren't on the phone. It was just calling now. He says, "Was it a delay?" This is awful. I don't even. Yeah. I apologize, oh, 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 listeners. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 o
I'm really oh, sorry. Yeah. Sade is so I'm much sorry, guys. Oh. Sade is so much sexy. Meanwhile, you can play the, the gay theme from the volleyball scene of Top Gun, but th- you can't hang with I Careless my, Whisper. I think my blood froze. Exactly. Guilty feet have gotten a rhythm. What do, what do I got to do to get drunk of the week now? Who's this, Casey? No, this is Dresselbird. <laughs> Didn't you already get it? Yeah. I thought I gave it to you. No. I, oh, that was no, Richard's I, I gave it, it to you. Oh. Uh, I don't know. You give it to me now. Punch yourself in the ball. You haven't really done anything, <laughs> have you? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> so, I called in earlier, but I think we just give shit away around I drank here. Drink some beer and I, I dialed your no, phone I don't number. Don't want anything for free, but I'm uh, gonna earn it. Hell, well, I think I'm drunker than you. Richards had a 12 pack and a couple of stragglers. Well, you know what? When, when you're drinking out of a kegs all day long, multiple yeah. homebrews, just kind of forget. Yeah, I, I you know. Did you have to change beer. kegs? I only had one beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept it filling just, it up. You know, multiple types and multiple times. Yeah, but the question is, really, did you have to change kegs? Oh, I had, yeah, I had too many. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll let the uh, studio audience uh, vote. Uh, do we take it away from Richards nah. to give to Dressel? Yeah. Yeah. Chat's a star fucker. He's yeah. a listener fucker. Yeah. He doesn't care. He did, whoever's on the phone at the time, that's who he votes I'm for. Surprised he's still it's awake. His new best friend. Can't be that oh, drunk. He dialed know, the right number. On. Yeah. Give it to me. Chat said yes. JP said no. Yeah. Put Doc, in the balls. Doc Dressel. Uh, or? I, 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 I've got a question for you. <laughs> I mean, for, forget JP. I have a question for you. Uh, what temperature is the tile? <laughs> it's about seventy degrees. Uh, uh, he's lying. No, you're lying. Tile is, Tile is cold. Ah, sorry, dude. You're outie. <laughs> that you just ruined it right there. Unless you're in uh, Death Valley right now, that tile better be about a cool fifty fifty five. Yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> Imagine all the people that can't get the right number. They keep dialing. They're the ones, just they're the ones hugging the tile. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, grout lines on their face. And one more repeat <laughs> phone call, and that's it, man. Caller, who are we talking to? Hey, it's his Richards. I want to defend myself. And what'd I just say? You're fine. <laughs> You're the drug of the week, Richards. Don't sweat it. Only because you had to defend. You thought you had to defend it when it was yours all along. Yeah, it's totally yours. Belongs to you, my friend. You are good and and good to go. Can we go out with Careless Whisper, please, for my birthday? Oh, yeah. you can't play that card on Careless Whisper. Done. Played it. Shit. That means I don't have to do shit for you on Wednesday. That's fine. Are you serious? So, You're going to do that to the listeners? Oh, yeah. So, Justin? All right, he called him. You know what? No <laughs> pearl necklace for JP, then. <laughs> uh, from the beginning, by the way. All right, JP, now the show belongs to you. Do you want another call? Uh, Yeah. All right. One more. Caller, who are we talking to? Hey, this is Richards. I want to defend my title. Okay, no more. He thinks I accidentally hung up on him. Hey, Richards, <laughs> I totally hung up on you on purpose. Uh, the title's yours. You don't got to defend it. The title belongs to you, my friend, you and got it. this is for you. <laughs> Come on, listen to that. How do you not? It just gets in your soul. <laughs> no, it's because I've had to hear it a thousand times. Do they play so, at your wedding, Doc? It's like Clinton on his well, inauguration. Yeah. I'm just jealous because I never wrote music like this. Good song, dude. Yeah, what were you, like three? 
All right, next week, uh, not sure what we got happening. We're working on the uh, malt and hop supplies. Shat's waking, uh, waiting on... Uh, waking up. He's waking and baking. Uh, I mean, waiting on uh, confirmation. After that, though, we got Shipyard confirmed, which is going to be cool. Shipyard's yeah, a good brewery. They're really good. They have to make that uh, pumpkin beer. Yeah, That's they make really, a great... Really yeah. good. That's nice the only have. pumpkin beer I drink. Yeah. Really good. Uh, what else? I don't know. There's shit in the store to buy. You should buy that. Help us out. Keep JP Come on, Bevo. From, from uh, exploring his singing career. <laughs> Come on, Bevo. Casey, you're on the line. What's happening, brother? Oh, not much. I had to call in because, first off, what the fuck, man? I know. With the music. I mean, I hear you. Know. That's JP all the way, baby. JP asked for yeah, I didn't do any of the Top Gun. It's got to be JP, right? It's his yeah. birthday. He's be feeling it's nostalgic or whatever. It's yeah. his birthday. I, relive high school. I didn't, gonna, I didn't do any of the Top Gun bullshit. He's going to cry no, himself to sleep. Between now and Wednesday, JP will tear himself to sleep every night to this song. <laughs> I'm going to hold myself and my two cats, and we're going <laughs> to sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else you got, Casey? I have to say, man. Yeah. JP, pick that sand out of your mangina, man. I'm sorry I pissed you off about the whole video thing, but yeah, you know, I was just making a joke, you know. It's a joke. It, it was a joke. Guilty I mean, feet have got no rhythm. Hurt and bothered and fucking feelings. Too many feelings. I know. Right, Chet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking feelings. <laughs> just pathetic, man. Yeah. I got a feeling in my bladder. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go, man. All right, anything else, Case? No, that's it. I just wanted to call and give him some shit. <laughs> right on. <laughs> cheers, brother. All right, cheers. Later. Listen to the saxophone song. So uh, nice. what What are your two cast names? Mr. Jiggles and what? <laughs> yeah. Don't you? Yeah, you have like Wiggalo really and... <laughs> Wiggalo and Mr. Jiggles. <laughs> Wiggalo and Mr. Jiggles. Aren't those your cat's names? <laughs> Wiggalo and uh, Mr. Jiggle. <laughs> right? <laughs> change his name to Wiggalo. Crying <laughs> 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 over here. <laughs> uh, buy Brew Your Own Magazine. It helps you. It helps us. It's a good mag. Uh, buy it from our website. <laughs> uh, click. Those ads that rhyme Guilty with Frugal. It's uh, free to you and helps us a bunch. Visit and shop from our sponsors. They make all this happen. All this that you just heard. That's because of them. Come on, it's Caramel Apple. What, you can't smell that? Uh, you got to get home to Wiggalo soon. <laughs> Mr. Jiggles get it's jealous. Trumpy and Wesley. Very proper gentleman names. They're, they're very nice gentlemen. They're, they're fine, fine gentlemen. Cats. Dude, I'd stick with Mr. Jiggles and Wiggalo if I were you. That's less, that's less sissy than what you have. Bevo, good job in there tonight. Thank you. It's Mr. Jiggles. Are you back next week or you are? Okay, Bevo's back well, next week. We think sure. she did a good job. We don't know. I think Stephanie I know. and Bevo are going to rotate days, but I think Bevo's back with us next week. So, well, we've got hot pictures of Bevo. We need hot pictures of Steph. <laughs> yeah, we have to get those, huh? We get that weird guy to take pictures of her. <laughs> Who, Bub? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. It's art, you know. And he's not weird. He makes it very comfortable for you. <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> yeah. That's little cocktail. His, that's his good. whole shtick, man. <laughs> yeah. Breathe deeply from this cloth. 
You know, like ether. Yeah, I know. We, no, we, no, no, we, we got it. it got, yeah, everyone Sorry. got it. Sorry. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> it was good. Later, everybody. We'll see you next week, huh? Bye. JP's doing the man dance right now. It's disgusting, really. Yeah.